0: I'm being joined right now by Dr. Suda Domini, our new pediatrician at Sure Primary Care Pigeon. So Dr. Domini, what inspired you to go into pediatrics?
1: I always like to be a person who can help others and I wanted to do something different so that the experience is easier for children, like what goes on when a doctors visit and it's not always a terrifying experience. It's like a big experience for new parents when they have like a new baby, you know, not knowing what to do, like what to expect. It's like a whole new experience when something is in your hand and like everything depends on them. So I want to make sure the parents understand it. You can learn every day what is normal development, what to watch for. I want to make a greater experience and enjoy every moment of their child's life. And if there's anything abnormal, they can bring it to my attention so that the child can have a healthy life.
0: Dr. Domini is seen pediatric patients from newborn to 18 years old at Sure Primary Care in Pigeon on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make your appointment today by calling 989-453-2141 or by going to sure.org to learn more.
2: The WLEW Sports Network presents The Game of the Week with Clark Ramsey, Dave Hansen, Doug Cole, Dan Bankey, and Kendall Anthes. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agri-Valley Services.
0: It all comes down to this. It's the Greater Thumb West Championship, and whoever wins tonight takes home all of the glory. Will it be the Elton Pigeon Bayport Lakers or the Cass City Redhawks? Good evening, folks, and welcome to the WLEW Sports Network. I'm your host, Clark Ramsey, for tonight's broadcast from Cass City, Michigan. Alongside of me once again is a true professional, even has a license to prove it. Please welcome Dave Hansen
3: Thank you, Clark. And uh, another week and another great rivalry with a lot of rich history. Uh, looking forward to a good battle tonight.
0: For the seventh straight year, either the Lakers or Redhawks will go home with a greater than West title. Lakers have taken the last two while Cassidy snagged the previous three in 2018, 19, and 20. Tonight, both teams enter with a perfect divisional record and each on a four-game win streak who ends up on top all get sorted out this evening
3: and it's been pretty clear these two teams have owned the west for quite a while now and it's only right that they get to square off once again to decide who is the best in the west
0: the Elgin Pigeon Bayport Lakers season has been one of two tails after starting the season against Millington and Ubley with an 0-2 record it's been smooth sailing for the last four weeks all in divisional play winning by an average of 36 points We'll see just how far the Lakers have progressed with a shot at the divisional title tonight.
3: No doubt, but I think they've battle tested themselves early enough. I think they've learned from that, and that'll show tonight. Replacing a guy like Wisner, who dominates touches, is a difficult thing to do and takes time. They're getting
0: there. As for the Cass City Red Hawks, they have just one blemish on their record back in week number two against Harbor Beach. Since then, the Red Hawks have allowed just six total points on defense while putting up an average of 49 of their own on offense. We're in for a great one tonight, indeed.
3: It's another team playing their best football right now. That's what you want. And they've found a rhythm, and they're playing outstanding defense.
0: It's Lakers and City in a classic rivalry, amplified by the outright Greater Than West title on the line. Before we kick off tonight's game, we'll host our media round table, take a look at other area games, and dive deep into the game of the week, the Greater Than West Championship, Lakers at City. Presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor and Anchor Valley Services. D of services of Cass City for all of your grain handling needs. Conic Radiator and Air Conditioning of Bad Axe. Randy's Hunting Center, 269 Guns. North Star Bank, Guiding the Way. Countryside Transportation, here on Auto Parts. Hills and Dales Healthcare. Laker Schools. Tina Celia of Farm Bureau Insurance. Harbor Beach Community Hospital. Thumb Bank and Trust, Community Strong since 1895. Ensure health. Better health. Better life. Are you sure? Internet services are provided by Anger Valley Services on the blazing speed of their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcast is a copyright presentation of Thumb Broadcasting Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Any reproduction with the express written consent of the WLW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Like the sands of the hourglass, the football season is flying by and we already find ourselves into the seventh week of the regular season and final week of divisional play in the Greer Thumb Conference. Not that any year has greater importance over another, but the significance of earning the divisional title in 2023 is that this is the final Greer Thumb Conference titles in history. Since its creation in 1997, we're moving into a new era next year with the start of the Big Thumb Conference with a small ode in the name back to the old Thumb B, Thumb C, and even Big Thumb conferences from the 70s and 80s. Basically, what this new conference allows is the merging of the NCTL and GTC, or I should say, under one roof of management, and adding Millington. It will consist of four divisions, red and blue, which will be eight-player football, with no real changes in their divisions. Then there are the black and white divisions in football, which are based on enrollment. The black division will consist of Harbor Beach, Marlette, Memphis, Reese, Ubley, and USA, and then the white with the larger schools, Bad Caro, Carroll, Cassidy, Lakers, Sandusky, Vassar, and not to mention Millington, and perhaps more additions down the road. I personally was skeptical, at first I will admit, but after hearing the details from the superintendents, I'm excited for the next chapter of Thumb Football, and I think I speak for my broadcast partner as well who's been by my side for 12 years, and that's Dave Hansen.
3: I, I am. I, I was exactly the same as you. skeptical at first, optimistic, cautiously optimistic still that they're going to do things well. And as long as our big-time rivalries stay on the schedule, I think we'll be okay.
0: And not to mention, of course, next year we're going to add some teams from New Hampshire, Arizona, <laughs> right? and then it'll be featured on Peacock. <laughs> I digress. For the last 11 years, Doug Cole has run the roads for us all the way from Livonia, Michigan, as our director of sports information. Doug is somehow able to keep up with all the action on the field regardless of the chaos unfolding at the moment and Mr. Cole maintains our offensive defensive team in drive stats all in real time Doug, welcome back to the M81 Valley.
4: Thank you, Clark. It's good to be back in Cass City. A little cooler than the last time we were here for week one. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, there won't be any uh, weather delays. So, looking forward
3: to a good game.
0: Yeah, yeah. a lot cooler and uh, hopefully a lot less lightning.
3: You, you had to bring up the weather delay, didn't you? Uh, anyways, it is good to see you. Uh, you're looking great as always. Uh, Got to know, how was the ride right up? Where'd you stop?
4: Our ride up was great. I went up the M53 for most of it and I stopped at uh, a little outside of Cass City, a Crossroads Restaurant off of. Bay City, Forestville, and M53. M53, yes, so had a uh, br- uh, it was a buffet style, so okay. was, I had uh, brisket, Diet Pepsi, and uh, some uh, mashed potatoes
0: with it. And does it get the Doug Cole seal approval?
4: Absolutely.
0: Thank yeah, goodness. Great service. Thank goodness. Great service on top of Really it. good, yes. Okay. Fantastic. Well, Dining with Doug can continue for another week as a result, as Doug travels the countryside, finds the local eateries, and gives the Doug Cole seal approval when only deemed appropriate. And the only name in person more popular than Taylor Swift right now across the nation would be the founder of the Dan Banky School of Football Spotty. After crisscrossing the country last week with speaking gigs, we're happy to have Dan Banky back in our ears tonight as our spotter, helping Dave and I relay all the action back to you.
3: Yes, Kendall did a nice job, but uh, there's only one, Dan Banky, and uh, we're glad he's back this week.
0: Yes, indeed. Normally we would have a fifth member of our broadcast team, but apparently the commute was just too much for Kendall Anthes, our intern from Northwood University, <laughs> a native of Cass City. Yes, a native of Cass City. Kendall is unable to join us tonight in Cass City, so we'll have to find our way to survive without him.
3: We'll do all right. Uh, Like I said, we got the the rest of the crew back. I'm sure he's out uh, on some sort of mission that Dan Banky sent him on, and uh, he'll be better off for it.
0: It's the Greater Than West Championship game, Lakers in Cass City, and one of the most classic rivalries in all of the thumb of Michigan. And we are 48 minutes away from kicking off, and you'll hear it right here on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. When we return, we'll host our Media Roundtable presented by Thompson Chevrolet. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network being powered by Anchor Valley Services. Listen to the WLW Sports Network in more ways than ever before. Tune to Sports Radio 1021. Download the Cruise 102 app on your Ampler Android device. And now also in replay in podcast form. Just go to our website, click on the Replays tab, or wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. It's now time for the Media Roundtable presented by Thompson Chevrolet of Ubley. If you're looking for the latest miles from Chevrolet, look no further than the north end of Ubley and Thompson Chevrolet. Find new roads. Joining me today from the Heron County View, it's the Matt Ebervloos of the Meteor round table, Paul P. Adams. I'm a winner! You you've won one game. Congratulations. <laughs> our director of sports information, Doug Cole, our intern from Northwood University, Kendall Anthus, the top spotter south of Mesick, Michigan, <laughs> Dan Banke, and the defending champion of the media round table, Dave Hanson. Through the end of the broadcast season, we keep score of our game's predictions, and when the time comes, we will deem a media round table winner. In our last broadcast, Dave Hansen took the over and was the most accurate in the sandusky Harbor Beach predictions, giving him his third victory of the season in a two-game lead over Kendall Anthes and Paul P. Adams. While Doug Cole and Dan Benke are still looking for their first win of 2023.
1: Oh, Congrats oh. to Dave yeah. on, a, on a great pick last week. I thought it might have had a chance to squeak that out. Uh, sandusky <laughs> had the ball. Um, in the f- fourth quarter with what, about three minutes left. If they would have scored there, I would have uh, I would have had a chance with no two-point conversion. So, I, but, uh, you know, good pick for Dave. He one-dollared me and got away with it I was, again.
3: I was thoroughly surprised. I, I did think Sandusky was going to keep that a little closer than even what I predicted, but uh, I'll take the win.
0: Well, so how it works. Each meter representative picks a winner and a final score for this week's key feature game of the WLW Sports Network. The winner is deemed by selecting the winning team and by having the most point actual, actual accurate point differential if Nolan selects the correct winner then I Clark Ramsey will graciously accept the victory for the week since Dave Hansen won the last broadcast he will go last so tonight's order goes Doug Cole Dan Benke Kendall and Paul B Adams and Dave Hansen Doug Cole the tea is yours
4: well I uh, checked I heard uh, about the history of these two teams and I was uh, surprised that it was well dominated by uh, Lakers However, I think the series is going to get a little be a little closer a little more balanced. Uh, I got uh, Cass City winning this game 34 to 14. Uh, I think it will be close in the end. It's a rivalry game, but I think uh, Cass City is too much. Obviously Lakers is missing uh, Wisner from last year, so I got Cass City winning this pretty comfortably.
0: By 20 points, according to Doug Cole, 34 to 14 in favor of the home team. The Red Hawks. Dan Benke is on his way to the game right now, and he messaged me earlier this evening, and here's what he had to say. The Battle of the West. Winner takes home the hardware. Both teams flying high off of some easy wins. These are the words of Dan Benke. This game should be a back-and-forth game, but he thinks Cass City has a little more firepower and will pull away in the end. Dan Benke has Cass City winning this one 28-12. So a 16-point victory in favor of Cass City, according to Dan Benke, 28-12. to 12. Kendallanthus, like we said, is not here tonight. Instead, he threw in a pick, and my oh my, is it a long one, <laughs> gentlemen? We have expanded the Dan Banky School of Spotting to worldwide. Kendallanthus is currently on his way to Canada to bring in some next top recruits for next year's class. Dan, he says he will be sending you the bill for this trip. Tonight is one of the biggest rivalries in the Thumb, and nothing makes it better than playing for the Greater Thumb West title. Except for actually being here, Kendall. After a rough start <laughs> okay. against, after a rough start against two high caliber teams to the Lakers have gotten back on track winning their last four games. On the other side of the ball, you have the Red Hawks who have also won their last four games. According to Kendall Andis, if the Red Hawk defense continues to play the way they have, Kendall thinks they will find success in tonight's game. Give Kendall the Redhawks twenty-eight no excuse me, thirty-four to twelve. 34-12, to 12, according to Kendall Anthes. Cassidy by 22 points. We have 16, 20, and now 22 <laughs> between Dan, Doug, and Kendall. Paul B.
1: Adams. Oh, great. I, I, th- these guys are really making it difficult, and I guess it should be difficult. Uh, but I'll give you my thoughts on the game first. Um, even though these two teams are on four-game winning streaks, they're completely different four-game winning streaks. Lakers might look like they've been dominating, and, you know, they have won pretty comfortably. But what Cass City's been doing? Hey, they've been absolutely taking apart their opponents. They've allowed what eight points or six points in the last four games.
0: Six points. Uh,
1: six points in the last four games. And then you go back. Uh, the only team that's reached double figures on them is Harbor Beach. Put twenty-eight in week two. Uh, I think this is all dom- dominating defense tonight, and I think this offense has really found its stride. Um, I got to give a shout out to my man uh, Jonathan Bisher. He uh, he he told me that I had to go with this score uh, earlier today. So I'm going to go with this score, 38-8.
0: 38-8, a 30-point victory, according to Paul P. Adams. In favor of the Cassie Red Hawks by 30 points, 38-8. And that leaves Dave Hanson.
3: Well, gentlemen, like I said, it's a rivalry game. I'm hoping for a close game, but I'm with you guys. It's the big name for me, the return of Cohen Sherman. This This player has added an extra element to this team that they needed, the jump start, the boost. on Both sides of the ball, he adds an extra dynamic on offense, and this defense is gonna be the answer. Jay Sears is a special talent, but he cannot do it himself, and that's kind of what it feels like. I think Cass City has enough to slow him down. They're gonna force Lakers to do something else to try and beat him, and I don't think it'll be enough. Give me the Red Hawks, but give me Cass City 46, Lakers 20.
0: 46 to 20, so sliding right inside there, though. The 26 point victory, according to Dave Hansen, in favor of the Redhawks. So, everyone taking Cass City tonight, which means I have Lakers by default. Good luck, gentlemen. At the low end, we have. Let me do some tallying here. At the low end, we have Dan Bangy taking Cass City 28 to 12 by 16 points. Doug Cole taking Cass City by 20 points, 34 to 14. Kendall Anthes taking Cass City by 22 points, 34 to 12. Dave Hanson, Cass City, 46, Lakers 20 by 26 points. And Paul B. Adams taking the over at 38 to 8. Good luck, gentlemen. May the odds ever be (laughs) in your favor. Now let's take a look at other area games going across the region. We'll start an eight-player football in the NCTL Stripes. Akron-Fairgrove at 5-1 against the 3-3 North Huron Warriors. Akron-Fairgrove, five straight wins. Beat Ashley last week. 14-6 to collision course with All Saints next week. But North Huron, after starting out 0-3, have won three in a row. CPS Ashley and Peck in double overtime.
1: North Huron's going to spoil that collision course because North Huron's winning this game. Uh, after that Caseville <laughs> loss, North Huron did a lot of soul-searching, switched some personnel around, and that's what's resulted in this three-game uh, winning streak. Uh, Griffin Schepensky has been really the, the catalyst. Uh, he has been moved into the to the uh, quarterback spot, and that has opened up this North Heron offense uh, and, and resulted in this three-game winning streak. So I think North Heron wins this game, makes it four in a row, uh, really have found themselves, and I think you got to credit Coach uh, Chad Knoblock. Uh, for this three-game winning streak, and if they win tonight, a four-game winning streak because they were dead in the water after losing to Caseville.
3: I, I think this is a, a back-and-forth game, but I, I'm with you. Give me the team that's jump-started the hottest right now. Give me the North Huron Warriors playing in Kendi right in their backyard. They get to the fourth win.
0: Are we sure Griffin Shapinsky isn't a local of North Huron with that name, Shapinsky? I'm not sure I'll we'll have to do some uh, genealogy on that one. Peck at North ha- New-, New Haven Merritt. Peck 1-5. New Haven Merritt 2-3. Peck their only win over Caseville in week number two by just 10 points. Lost to North here in double overtime last week. Caseville is at CPS. Caseville 1-5. The Tigers of Carsonville Port Sandalac at 0-6. Oh CPS have now lost eight games in a row dating back to last year. Lost to All Saints sixty three to fourteen, averaging just fourteen points a game. Case to the loss in overtime two weeks ago, blown out by New Haven Merritt last week forty six nothing.
1: Well, I can give you a halftime score of that New Haven Merritt pack game. It's, oh. uh New Haven Merritt forty six peck nothing. So uh, I think we can mark down the Mustangs for a win there.
3: Yeah, and I think uh, I think the Eagles are going to make it nine uh, nine straight losses for CPS. Yeah, give me the Eagles to get win number two. And yeah, I
1: agree with that. Uh, Nathan Feltner didn't play last week against New Haven Merritt, and that made a huge difference. Di- uh, made a huge difference. But I think when, uh, whether he plays or not, tonight, Caseville wins with or without him. I hope he plays because he's such a dynamic talent. But I agree, Caseville wins this game.
0: And the final game in the NCTL Stripes, Ashley at All Saints. That one should be All All Saints. Should
1: be, but it's kind of a trap game for All Saints, you know, maybe looking ahead to that Akron-Fairgrove matchup. And the NCTL Stripes has been a free-for-all this year, so nothing can be assumed.
0: In the NCTL Stars, Brown City at Oakland Christian, Brown City 6-0, absolutely rolling. They rolled over Mayville 60-0 last week, have already beaten Kingston and Deckerville. Can clinch a share tonight with a victory over Oakland Christian, who's 2-4 on the season. Kingston is at KPAC. Kingston only lost the season, was against Brown City. By just 18 points, KPAC snapped a four-game skid with a win over Dryden last week, 47-32. to
1: uh, Just comment on Brown City. I mean, not only have beaten... Uh, Cakes and Deckerville really beat them handedly. I'm a little surprised by Brown City this year because they lost everything from that great team that they had when they transitioned into eight-player football. They haven't missed a beat and really – Showed everybody in the thumb like th- this is the, the best eight player team in the thumb, and it's really not close.
3: No, it's not close. They've played good team ball, they play excellent defense. There's a lot of weapons on offense. And on the other game, Kingston and K that'll be Kingston in a landslide. Uh, K no match uh, for the Cardinals.
0: In the final game tonight, in eight player football, Deckerville is at Mayville. Deckerville, four and two, Mayville at five and one. Deckerville have lost two of their last three games Kingston last week, Brown City two weeks prior. Mayville first loss of the season was to Brown City last week. Shut out sixty nothing. Then the game tomorrow, Saturday. Burton Afton at Dryden, two and three against one and five.
1: Deckerville should uh, bounce back pretty easily against Mayville. But hey, give Mayville credit. Five wins. Uh, you know they were five and zero before losing to Brown City last week. Mayville's trying to turn things around. Not quite there to play with the big boys yet but that's a that's a good uh five win season in the nctl stars division
3: oh they're gonna they're gonna give deckerville a little trouble early i think but you're right deckerville just too much uh, defensively they'll pull away at the end
0: in 11 player football in the greertham east marlette at four and two bad at two and four Marlette have defeated Memphis last week 65-8 to lonely losses this season to Ubley and Harbor Beach by 22 and 16 points, respectively. Bad X have now lost three of their last four games, lost to Ubley last week 44-6. to
1: If Bad X could just finish drives and not shoot themselves in the foot with penalties and turnovers, uh, they would probably have four wins this year. They can win this game. Do I think they will? I don't. I think Marlette wins this game just a little bit too much. But I wouldn't be totally surprised if Bad X won because maybe – one of these weeks, they they finally do put it all together. Um, but, you know, I think Marlat in the end wins this game. Until proven
3: otherwise, give me the Red Raiders. They've, they've played, even in their losses, they've played some teams tough. They hung with Ubley for a half uh, as close as anybody has. Uh, this team's got some firepower too. I think you got to go with the Red Raiders.
0: The Pirates of Harbor Beach are on the road south of I-69 all the way down to Memphis tonight to take on the 1-5 Yellow Jackets. Harbor Beach only losses to Ubley. Beat Sandusky last week 42-12. to It was 34 nothing at halftime. Memphis beat Tennessee to start the season have scored just four times in the last five weeks, though.
1: Yeah, Harbor Beach is absolutely rolling right now. Uh, th- I think they win this game easily. They got uh, Lakers next week, which should be a great game. They have an excellent chance to go 8-1 and one again this year. Uh, I- I'd love to see it. Uh, I think they've really found themselves. This this is an easy win, little tune-up game for uh, Lakers next week.
3: Yeah, sticking with this game here, Memphis, no match for uh, Harbor Beach. The starters will play a half. This game will be out of hand, and there will be lots of other guys get an opportunity in the second half.
0: And the Ubley Bearcats have won 27 straight regular season games with a win tonight against Sandusky that clinched their third straight greater than me's title. And they're going to Sandusky, who have lost two of their last three to Marlette in Harbor Beach. Now facing off with the area's best of the Bearcats at 6-0. and
1: Make it 28 straight. Nobody, nobody in the Greater Thumb Conference can stop the, the Bearcats right now. They've gone through the, the best of the best uh, so far and come out really impressive. Uh, saw Sandusky last week. There's some potential there. I love the jet sweet stuff that they that they run, but they, it just it's not gonna work against Ubley. No, well, you, you gotta have more than that. There's there's a couple nice pieces there, but there's just not
3: enough. Ubley too sound defensively in the trenches. They will win this matchup and win handily.
0: Into the greater thumb west we go. The Caro Tigers at Reese. Both teams at two and four. Caro's only two wins this season against Memphis and Vassar have lost two in a row to Lakers in USA. Reese lost to Lakers last week 42-6. Only wins against USA say and Vassar as well
1: yeah this is kind of a tough game but I'd say Reese is just a, a little bit uh, cut above Carroll uh so far this season but you know Carroll has turned to turn things around uh, trying to turn it around a little bit but uh uh, give me Reese in this one.
3: Carroll has found a way to score some points. Defensively, I, I don't think they have a chance. Uh, I, I, for me, when I made the pick, it was a coin toss, and I ended up picking the home team. Uh, give me Reese because it's at home.
0: Vassar enters tonight with an 0-6 record. They've struggled this year, having scored only 33 points. They lost to Cass City 62-0 last week, and they take on USA in the USA area. USA beat Carroll for the first victory of the season last week, 34-14, snapping a seven-game skid dating back to last year.
1: USA wins this game easily, and I want to give a special shout out to the uh, USA cross country team uh, that they, they ran the, uh, the the football from uh, Vassar this morning right. and, and ran that into USA kind of a relay style. They've been, they've been doing that as a tradition on uh, homecoming, so that's really cool. Um, USA gets their second straight win, and I think you know next week they've got X they, they got an opportunity to, to win a third straight. So you know, good for them for those guys sticking it out and Coach Han because uh, this hasn't been easy for them.
3: No, it hasn't, and it's even worse for Vassar. They are just, there's just nothing there right now. USA at home will get win number two.
1: And the final game is
0: Lakers at Cass City, which is the game of the week on the WLW Sports Network. And all five experts have taken the Cass City Red Hawks. Dan Banky taking Cass City by 16 points, 28 to 12. And then we have Doug Cole by 20 points. Kendall Anthes, Cass City by 22 points. Dave in Cass City by 26 points. And Paul P. Adams, Cass City by 30 points. It's time for a short break. When we return, we'll take a look at the away team tonight in the Reartham West Championship game, the Upton Pigeon-Bayport Lakers, right here on the WLW Sports Network. It's the Griertham West Championship Game on the WLW Sports Center. Clark Ramsey, Dave Hanson, Doug Cole, and Dan Bank with your call tonight. From the coziest booth in all the Griertham Conference, City, Michigan. In just the last three seasons, so the complete 21 and 2022 seasons, plus this year, the Lakers of Elkton, Pigeon, and Bayport have won a total of 23 games. With a win tonight, they would tie the previous record of 24 wins, from 2017 to 2019, but in four games less time. At the helm for the last three successful seasons for the Lakers has been Dave Levasser.
3: Yeah, Dave Levasser In that third year, he's twenty-three and seven, winning seventy-six percent of his games. He previously had coaching gigs in Pinconning and Oscoda. Uh, just twenty-six and forty-eight records at those schools. But in his first full two seasons as the head coach of the Lakers, he has won the West both times. He has won a district both times, losing in the regionals in both of those seasons.
0: The Lakers graduated their starting quarterback in Connor McCain as well as Ethan Wisner. McCain completed 41 passes for 844 yards and 15 touchdowns last year while Wisner threw 12 for 229 yards and six scores. Picking up the slack this season with be the dual threat quarterback and true athlete of the program Jay Sears. Yeah,
3: he is the guy he is the guy that you have to scheme against when you are playing against him and at 6'150 pounds he plays defensive back as well And at quarterback, he is the leading rusher on the team as well. 87 carries, 700 yards, 9 touchdowns. He ran for 160 and 4 touchdowns against Carroll. He's averaging 8 yards per carry on the ground. And, oh, by the way, he's thrown 3 touchdowns through the air on 37 of 68, passing for another 500 yards. Uh, He's averaging 14 yards of completion. He really is the do-it-all guy for this Lakers offense.
0: Last year, the Lakers were a force to be reckoned with, led by Ethan Wisner, who in just 11 games, games played last season racked up over 1700 yards and 26 touchdowns on just 228 carries that's an average of seven and a half yards per carry and 158 yards per game the Lakers have Sears to help fill that void this season but aside from Sears it's been Caleb Neaton carrying the lion's share
3: yeah, And that's been part of the issue that's something we're working on it's it's Jay Sears it's Caleb Neaton And that's it. they they got to get some more action from other places. But Caleb Neaton has been a workhorse as well. He's gotten on 74 carries, 400 yards, seven touchdowns on the ground, averaging five and a half yards a carry. But it's Colton Tulaski, Carson McCain, a couple of other guys that have gotten some carries, not very many. Um, Each one has scored a touchdown. But otherwise, not much happening outside of those two ball hawks on offense.
0: The Lakers have thrown the ball 70 times this season, completing 38 of them, or 54% for just over 600 total yards. Owen Eichler has brought in the most catches this season so far, but it's Colton Tulaski that has the most yards, and Lucas Wayner, who's averaging nearly 25 yards per reception for the 2023 campaign. Don't sleep on the Lakers while in the secondary.
3: No doubt about it. There is a perfect amount of weapons out here. Owen Eichler, that tight end, that safety blanket for the quarterback... He can attack the seams as good as anybody, and, and Wayner and Tulaski downfield have obviously made some big catches, so they, they have the ability to beat you in a lot of different ways. Uh, it's just Cassidy is going to have to keep Sears in the pocket when it's passing downs and trust that their secondary can make a play.
0: Defensively, the Green Machine gave up 74 points in their first two games of the season against Millington and Ubley. In the four games since the Lakers have given up just a total of thirty-eight points combined, nearly half in double the amount of games.
3: No no doubt. And again, they haven't allowed a team to score more than two touchdowns since that 0 2 start in any game. And after scoring just three points in the first two weeks, that's right, three points scored in two weeks, they have since scored a hundred and eighty-four points averaging 46 points a game
0: a little bit of tail two tails right there
3: well that's a tail of two different schedules too but that is just what this team needed a wake-up call early and then get it in cruise control for the last few weeks
0: keep it locked on your home for high school football up next we'll discuss the other half of tonight's greater than west championship game of the Cass city Redhawks. it's on your home for high school football the wlw sports hour being powered by agar valley services It's the Greater Thumb West Championship, and it's the Ellington Pigeon Bayport Lakers on the road taking on the Cass City Redhawks. And you're listening to the WLW Sports Network for all of the coverage. Clark Ramsey, Dave Hanson, Doug Cole, and Dan Benke with your call tonight from Cass City, Michigan. Well, with last week's victory over Vassar, Scott Cuthrell's Cass City Redhawks had guaranteed their 12th straight winning season, having won at least five games every year since 2012. But if you know Scott Cuthrell at all, he won't be satisfied with just an above 500 record he wants his program to achieve everything within reach and as of late that's been practically everything
3: absolutely he's coached 208 games in 21 years at the helm winning 121 games losing 87 of those winning 58 percent of the time he has two seasons with 10 plus wins or more and all of Cassidy's postseason hardware is under his tenure two district championships and two regional championships
0: for the second year Cassidy has the same play caller by the name of Carter Patrick now a senior Patrick has a strong command over the offense, and Scott Cothrell is opening up the playbook as a result. For the 2023 season, there's much more to the Redhawks than just a traditional wing tee offense would show.
3: Yeah, dual threat Carter Patrick, six foot, 175 senior, plays defensive back as well. Uh, 100 yards rushing, three touchdowns, the fourth leading rusher on the team. He's 13 of 24 through the air with another three touchdowns. So, again, very versatile. He has the ability to take it and run. There will be a couple design runs for him. Besides distributing the football to all these different backs, he can play action pass with the best of them, and that's uh, that's what they're going to have to utilize tonight, keep that Laker defense on their heels.
0: As a team, Cassidy has rushed beyond the 1,500 yard mark in just six games, averaging over 250 yards per game. The Red Hawk backfield is a balanced combination of power, speed, youth, and veteran play. Leading the way is senior Landon Shot, followed by sophomore Riker Wallace and junior Cole Lenhart.
3: No doubt, but it starts with Landon Shot. He's the veteran. He's the senior. Uh, he's going to dominate the carries. Riker Wallace has gotten a ton lately. He's your sophomore. Change of pace back, and between Cole Lenhart and Cohen Sherman. Watch out for Cohen Sherman. He's going to be the guy that's going to get back into the mix. Another guy that can take the top end off of a defense. They have all the weapons in the backfield. That offensive line does their job. This run game is tough to stop.
0: And, of course, welcoming back Cole Cohen Sherman to the lineup, as well as Carter Patrick, who has now played with a broken finger in his throwing hand, is returning this evening. In that a passing attack, Cassidy has thrown for a total of 328 yards and five scores on just 15 receptions. 13 of those completions were thrown by carter patrick the other two by younger brother trent patrick the oldest patrick certainly has a favorite target in the passing game and that would be fellow senior classmate tyler cumper
3: yeah he plays tight end he's got eight catches 260 yards receiving and four of those catches have gone for touchdowns two of them came against Banex not that long ago and he's had a reception in every game he's played in, except USA because they didn't attempt to pass.
0: <laughs> Cassidy enters the Greertham West Championship game with the best defense of all 12 GTC teams, allowing just 7 points a game on average.
3: Yeah, and don't forget, they gave up 28 to Harbor Beach at a loss, but otherwise just 2 scores the other 5 weeks they've pitched 3 shutouts and given up 1 score or less in the other 2 games.
0: We are 14 minutes away from kicking off the Greertham West Championship. Up next Next we'll do our direct comparison look between the Cassidy Redhawks and Elkton Pigeon Bay Port Lakers. It's all in your home, for high school football, the WLW Sports Network. And we are on to week number seven already of the regular season on the WLW Sports Network. Clark Ramsey, Dave Hanson, Doug Cole, and Dan Bing their call tonight from Cass City, Michigan. We're just nine and a half minutes away from kicking off the Greater Thumb West Championship game between the Lakers and Cass City Red Hawks. As the grow flies, just 15 miles separate Laker and Cass City high schools. For those making the trek tonight from the land of Bill McClellan and George Gardy, it's about a 20-minute journey straight down Elkton Road, which turns into Cemetery Road, down the hill in Cass City and turn left. In regards to school size, Cass City and Lakers are the two of the three largest schools in the GTC, behind only Carroll. Lakers at number three with 297 students, Cass City at number two with 308 Redhawks. So, if I go by student enrollment, it's Cass City by 11 students. In the 63 years since Elton Pigeon, and Bayport High Schools consolidated in 1960, the Redhawks of Cass City have squared off with the Lakers a total of 65 times tonight being the 66th. They played each other every single year, with the exception of 2020, when they were supposed to play in week number three, but the COVID season did not start until week number four. Lakers leads the overall series 45-19, to including a tie back in 1962, much like the JVs tied last night. Haven't seen that in a while. The Green and White have won the last two games and seven of the last ten. Comparing the two offenses, it's Cass City with the advantage entering tonight with the number two offense in the Greertham Conference, averaging 41.3 per game. Lakers are in the middle of the pack at number six, scoring 31.2 per game. So on offense, it's Cass City by 10.1 points. Defensively, Cass City is at the top of the GTC, allowing just seven points per game with the number one defense. Lakers is down at number four, yielding 18.7 to their opponents on average. So on defense, it's Cass City favored by 11.7 points. Las Vegas has set their line for the game. They're confident in line unless it's wrong. Our colleagues at the Ohio State University and the Chase Claypool Sports Wagering Department set are factoring in all possibilities, stats, injuries, weather, and location. The spread for tonight's game sits at Cass City, 16.5 points. Today is the 279th day of the year, meaning there's just 85 days until New Year's Eve. We like to say hello to all of our listeners tuning in today, whether you're on your way to the game, out running errands, perhaps you're in search of the perfectly healthy vegetable-based drink, which leads me to this week's trivia question about the original plant-powered drink, V8. You ready for this one, Dave Hanson? I'll give it my best shot, man. V8. It. it was 90 years ago that the United States saw the birth of one of its longest-lasting beverages, V8, made up of eight vegetables. Question number one to you, though, Dave, is what percent of V8 is comprised of tomato juice?
3: V8 has eight vegetables. It's definitely dominated by tomato juice. I'm going to go about
0: 82%. 89% tomato juice. The remaining 11% is made up of beets, celery, carrots, lettuce, parsley, watercress, and spinach. V8 was created in 1933 by W.G. Peacock in Evanston, Michi- e- Evanston, Illinois, and purchased by Campbell's Soup in 1948. To this day, the majority of V8 is still made in one of its original plants. My second question to you, Dave, is where is the original manufacturing plant for V8 located?
3: <laughs> I don't know that either, um, but uh, I think Campbell's Soup is located on the east coast somewhere. I'm going to go with, I think it's like New Jersey, so that's my ah, guess. Straight south. Napoleon, Ohio. Ohio, okay.
2: Just
0: three hours <laughs> south of us, home of the Tomato Festival and the world-famous Tomato Queen of Napoleon County. For the salary in V8, some of it is still grown at the same Will Brandt family farm in Decatur, Michigan, now for over 70 years straight. V8's original tagline was, eight juices in one drink. During the Great Depression, and then it was, it sure doesn't taste like tomato juice. Boy, that's a real ringer there. (laughs) But that isn't the most famous campaign for V8, the beverage. Question number three, Dave, is what slogan is most associated with V8 still to this very
3: day? Right, it only gets better. Wow, I could have had a V8. Ah, correct. (laughs) Ring the bell. Debuted
0: in the 1970s, it's still associated with the brand today. It was dropped in the 80s, but was such a hit that Campbell's brought it back in 2009 and have ever been using it ever since. And speaking of could have had a V8, Dave, what are you, you're quenching the thirst of Gridiron Glory with the three keys tonight's gig.
3: Let's start with the home team. Goal number one, you got to slow down, eliminate whatever it takes, take care of Sears. That quarterback, he's a special talent. He is going to attempt to carry this load. He's going to be the guy they have to stop tonight. On the other side, the Lakers, they have to find diversification in that offense. Other people besides Sears has to have a big, big part of this game. And the last part, this game is going to be won in the trenches. Who makes the biggest impact in the trenches?
0: And now we listen in to our national anthem be performed by the Cassidy Marching Band as well as with the youth program on the field as well. The Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. Conditions in Cassidy, Michigan are 58 degrees with cloudy skies. They're calling for a 58% chance of rain this evening. Winds are out of the west-southwest at 6 miles per hour and guessing up to 10 miles. Visibility at 10 miles. Bear pressure is rising at 29.84 inches, and the dew point is at 43 degrees. It feels like it's 57 degrees out. The humidity is at 57%. Sunset is at 705 Today, which is in about seven and a half minutes, and we're currently in a last quarter moon phase with 51% of the moon visible. So I think it's safe to say it's a beautiful day for football. Sunrise at 7:36, sunset at 7:05, which means on October 6, 2023, we have 11 hours and 29 minutes of daylight. We've lost 21 minutes of daylight from just a week ago, and two hours and seven minutes since the first week of the football season. Lakers won the toss, elected to defer. Your officials tonight in the white cap from Bay City, Jim Nizwander. Umpire is from Midland, Greg Roan, Head Linesman from Bay City, Jeff Mueller, line judge from St. Charles, Troy Unger, and your back judge from Saginaw, Elisio Lozano. Dave Hanson, I don't think you got to finish your three keys of the game. Do you have your third one?
3: A third one. Battles in the trenches, man. We're gonna see who can handle the trenches the most. Is Cass City's line good enough or is Lakers better? That will determine a lot of how these running games go and which offense can run fluently. Battling in the trenches today is gonna be the biggest factor tonight.
0: With Lakers winning the toss, electing to first, that means Cass City's offense will be on the field first tonight. At center is a senior, six foot two hundred pound senior, number fifty, Tristan Gruber. At his left guard will be Cooper Mallory, also a senior, a six foot one, two hundred five pound senior. Left tackle, six foot two junior, number seventy five, Ryland Cruz. In the tight end on the left side, Tyler Cumber, a six foot one hundred senior, number three. On the right side of the line, your right guard, Luke Shearhart, senior, six foot one, two hundred five pounds, number fifty. Two. Right tackle, number sixty-six, Justin McAlvin, a senior, six foot one, two hundred fifty pounds, and your tight end on the right side, Carson ambus a junior, six foot five, two hundred five pounds. Quarterback, Carter Patrick, senior, coming back from an injury. He's number 12, a six foot, 175 175-pound senior. In the backfield, Landon Shots can be your fullback, 5'11", 175-pound senior, leading rusher on this team. Halfback, Riker Wallace, the sophomore, future of this program as well, 5'11", 175-pound sophomore, number 5. And Cohen Sherman back in the lineup, number 1. Five foot ten, 170-pound senior, coming off of a broken arm injury to start the season. Had a few receptions last week and carries. And is back in action tonight. Lakers defense, well, all depends on what they're facing. It could be all over the place. But regardless, they have one of the best kickers in the area. Probably right behind Brett Mueller would be Jay Sears, the man who does it all for the Lakers here tonight. He's quarterback, he's the punter, he's the kicker. You name it, he does it. He probably drives the bus as well.
3: No question about it. He is a a special talent. And again, he gets a little help on that offensive side. It is a very difficult team to stop. But first and foremost, they to, Cass City tonight's gonna have to know where number two is at all times, and may even take two defenders designated in his area. If you can do that, you can take Lakers out of their element. For the other side, for you're the Lakers, it's disciplined defense. You have to maintain your gaps, you have to understand their wing T offense, and, and make sure you do not allow the big one. Can make them grind out those four and five yard runs and hope a penalty or a tackle for loss gets you off the field.
0: City in their home maroon jerseys, white pants, white helmets, a maroon stripe down the middle. CC on the right side, numbers on their left, white numbers on their jerseys. Lakers in their all-white jerseys with green numbers, green helmets with a black face mask. Jay Sears' kick comes into the one-yard line. It is muffed a little bit by Tyler Cumber. He's across the 10 out to the 15. Has a seam and no one in front of him. He's down to the 35. And City's going to take this one back all the way, 99 yards, and just like that, Tyler Kumper puts Cassidy on the board, just 13 seconds into the ball game. Cassidy takes the first punch and hits it home. It's six nothing, Cassidy leading the Elton Pigeon Bayport Lakers. It's just 13 seconds into the ball game, 99 yards in for the score.
3: Oh, can you hear this crowd? That is exactly what the Lakers did not want to happen. This crowd is on fire and 99 yards later, Tyler Kumper right through the middle of that special teams, Stiff arms the kicker on his way through and strolls into the end zone. And it is a quick striking six points for the home team as they take the lead and will line up for their first offensive play, a two-point conversion attempt.
0: Just like that, the Cassidy Redhawks on the board. It's already 6-0, and they're lined up to go for two. Carter Patrick is under center, three men straight tee behind him. That would be left side would be number 66, Justin McAlbin, a right tackle. And it's gonna be a handoff this time to Riker Walls. He gets down to the end zone. Two-point conversion is good. It's eight nothing. Cass City hits hard to begin this game, and it's already eight nothing over the Elgin Pigeon Bayport Lakers, with 11:47 still remaining in the first quarter. Eight nothing. Cass City leads on the opening kick. Cassidy absolutely drops a bomb to start this Greater than West Championship game as Tyler Kumper takes the opening kick 99 yards into the end zone for the first points of this game, just 13 seconds into regulation. 8-0 after a Riker-Walls two-point conversion. And Cass City kicks it off and is brought in at the 10-yard line by Colton Tulaski. He's out for the running. He's across the forward. He gets tripped up at the 45 and tackled forward across midfield into the Cass City 49-yard line. Riker Wallace. The kicker ends up chasing him down, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Colton Tulaski says, hey, if you can take a 99, I can at least take 50.
3: Yeah, that, that no shame in that return, and if this keeps up, these guys are going to start kicking out of bounds because <laughs> at some point somebody should at least attempt to play some defense because this hasn't happened on special teams yet. A
0: 40-yard return for Colton Tulaski puts Lakers right at midfield. At the 50, right to left, Grossier radio in their road white uniforms. Looking to the sideline to head coach Dane Flavasser. Third year at the helm of this program. Looking for the call. They're coming out in the spread formation. Colton Tulaski wide right. Wide left would be Lucas Wayner as well as number 23, Bryson Finkbutter.
3: And, and Lakers, they will use the entire play clock. So what will happen is they'll line up, and then they'll all watch the sideline, and the coaches act like third-base coaches in baseball giving hand signals, which is how they, they tell the play to the quarterback.
0: And Jay Sears calls his own number, and he's tackled immediately by the defensive end, Luke Shearhart who gets him in the backfield by a yard for a yard loss, second down 11 from the Laker 49.
3: Yeah, direct snap right to Sears. You got zero Caleb Neaton in the backfield, uh, keeping him company in the spread offense. Two receivers each direction. It's a, it's a designed run to the quarterback straight ahead, and Luke Shearhart blows that play up for a loss of one.
0: Lakers putting a man in motion, and there is motion all over the place, flinching across the entire line. Zach McArdle will be the guilty party, and this will push Lakers back another five yards from their own 49 to their own 44 so we do have the officials mic'd up here tonight as long as i can push the right buttons in time kind of forgot about that frankly that's but, right. it doesn't
3: happen every week that's but, true uh, yeah zach, zach McCardle is gonna be the guilty party to the left tackle and uh, if you're left tackle you're, you're the last person that could flinch because there is nobody covering you up <laughs> it was uh, pretty obvious there <laughs> so uh, again, when the biggest
0: body in the fight field moves it's a little obvious too definitely So Bryson Finkbeiner in motion across the backfield, and it's going to be a direct snap to Jay Sears, and he pushes forward and gets back to their 49 of Lakers. Tackle made, tripped up by Landon, shot out of the secondary, and brings him down after a five-yard gain. It's back to third down, 11 to go for the Lakers.
3: Yeah, so on that play, uh, Bryson Finkbeiner is is behind the left tackle. He goes in motion, and then the play goes when he hits that certain spot, and he gets all the way behind the right guard, and when the ball snapped, he comes right back to the left and tries to take double-team uh, the tackle on the left side. And Sears fouls behind it, gets a nice gain, but it's a long ways to go after that penalty. Third down 11.
0: Sears goes out to the left side, and he throws it on a spivis. play action, then a screen pass down to Lucas Weiner, Goes over top of his head, and hit his fingertips, and goes out of bounds. Incomplete pass. On a third and 11. Now it's fourth down, 11 to go from the Laker 49 yard line. They trail cast City 8 nothing 10 16 remaining in the first quarter.
3: Yeah, some triple option there, right? So he, he fakes the handoff, keeps it for himself, rolls to his left, and when the linebacker covers him up, just hanging out is Lucas Wayner. He doesn't really run a route, he just kind of floats down the sideline, and uh, he when Sears gets that company, he quick just doesn't set his feet and flicks his wrist and lobs that football towards him. If they can complete the pass, I think they get about eight yards and fourth down now is an option. But here, he almost got to punt it away.
0: And they do as it is. Jay Sears doing the punting. This one goes out of bounds at about the 23-yard line. A line drive out of bounds on the far side of your radio. With 10-10, Kansas City's offense on the field for the first time tonight already leading eight nothing
3: yeah and that was uh, that was intentional it, you don't get burned on special teams two times in a row so it, his job was to kick a line drive angle it towards the sideline do not allow that return man to get another shot at it and give your defense a chance to get out there and give you the ball back
0: so a three and out just for lakers to start this game 10-10 remains in the first quarter excuse me here as Cassidy's back on the field, already leading 8-0 as this game started with a Tyler Cumper 99-yard kick return for the score. Wallace with a two-point conversion run made it 8-0. And it's a handoff to Riker Walls trying to find the right gap. Gets out to about the 23-yard line. Maybe the 20. Uh, they're saying the 23-yard line for a gain of a yard. Tackle made by James McCardle, Defensive tackle, he's 6'3", 245-pound senior for Lakers front line. Gain of a yard for Riker Wallace, second down, nine to go.
3: Yeah, Riker Wallace right up the middle, right into the teeth. Those big bodies of the Laker defensive linemen, nowhere to go. Very little, maybe one yard on the play. Nice job by the front guys of the Lakers on defense.
0: Second down, nine to go from their own 23 nine and a half to play in the first quarter Cass city eight lakers nothing the center receiver wide to left that would be number three tyler cumper everyone else high and tight inside pass immediately on a bit of a slant to tyler cumper it's brought in at the 30 yard line maybe the mark him out of the 31 tackle made by jay sears hit him immediately after bringing that catch in very close to the line to gain at the 31 maybe the 32 yard line and they're showing just shy by less than a yard an eight-yard gain when they need a nine-third down less than a yard to go.
3: And I'd like to see more of our teams that that have the ability to throw the football do this a little more often. It is one-on-one coverage. Tyler Cumper, one-on-one with a very good defender in Jay Sears. He's got a deep guy over the back, but it's two steps and cut in, and it's an easy throw and catch for about eight yards.
0: Riker Walls gets the handoff across the 35, out to the 36. Conversion on third down. Jay Sears makes the tackle for the Lakers. Move the chains for the Cassidy Redhawks. Down out to your own 36-yard line first and 10.
3: Yeah, especially if you just run first teams. If you don't get the gain you like on first down, take your athletic players and get them out in space that's what they do with tyler cumper there you see him take the opening kickoff back you see him line him out wide defensive backs do not want to get burned they give him six or seven yards easy he takes two steps and cuts to the middle of the field it's an easy throw and catch and then now all you gotta do is run for two yards to get a first down
0: this is a handoff to cohen sherman he tries to flee to that far sideline gets out to the 40 yard line before he is stopped immediately by colton Tulaski, plays outside linebacker also cornerback for the lakers a gain of four, second down and six from the 40-yard line of Cass City's left-to-right across your radio.
3: Yeah, he kicks it around the left side. Can't quite get to the sideline like you mentioned. He's cut down quickly, but that's the kind of gain this grinded-out wing T offense wants. Give me a long three. Give me four yards. Anything in the playbook is available to us on second six.
0: Second and six from the Cass City 40. Leading Lakers 8 nothing. Eight minutes remain in the first quarter. Patrick hands it off to Landon Shot, and he's going to go into the trenches on a scrum. Gets out to about the 42 before he is stopped by Zach McCardle as well as about eight other white jerseys to bring him down after maybe a gain of two yards. Hard-fought two yards out to the 42. Third down to manageable. Third down, four to go for the Red
3: Hawks. Yep, that's landing shot. He's going to attack the middle of the field early and often tonight. Between the defensive tackles, he's going to try to get between them there. Doesn't quite get there as he swarmed down McCardle and company. But uh for the for Cass City, though, third down and four, no big deal. Just continue to work on getting that three and four yards. This potentially could even be four-down territory if they get a full three on this play.
0: 7.20 left in the first quarter. 8-0, Cass City leading Lakers. They send Tyler Cumber wide right, wing back to the right. Nearly in this tight end position. It's a handoff to Riker Walls, coming around the right side. He has room to run. Stiff arm one man, but on a shoestring tackle. Lucas Weiner brings him down in space and stops him just after a gain of a yard. That looked like he had a potential to break out for a big play, but Lucas Weiner had other thoughts. Fourth down, three to go for Cass City.
3: That is not a fun job for a defensive no. back to be on an island with a running back at full speed. Excellent uh, tackling there by lucas Wayner in open space and a little bit of a mistake by Riker wallace it's third down and four he gave you the alley up the middle of the field you gotta cut upfield and try to get that three he went for the home run he went to the sideline and that's where Wayner got him down he cuts it up the middle i think he gets an easy three and now it's fourth and one instead they're gonna punt it away
0: and cassidy putting trust into their defense and the punts away and it's inside the t- inside the 30-yard line and looks like we have a flag of running into the punter more than likely. As number 12, Carter Patrick, doing the kicking duties tonight. Nope, nope Kendall, excuse I, me. It's an Anthus. Carson, Carson Anthus, anthus. The, there be- go. the better Anthus of the family. <laughs> uh, got that punt away, and now he's.
3: I better, but maybe most athletic, I think that he <laughs> likes to use that term. Most athletic. Oh,
0: well, I'll just say better brother. Of course, younger brother to Kendall Anthus, <laughs> our intern here.
3: Running
5: into the kicker. Receiving team. Five yards from the previous spot. Results of the penalties first down.
0: So just like that, instead of a punt, it's a first and ten situation is less than five yards to go. So the flag pushes them forward. First and ten from Cass City's own 48-yard line.
3: That punt was very close to being blocked. There's about three Lakers special teamers in the backfield there, and as they reach out for that ball try and block it, Carson Anthes gets it away, but one of them rolls right up into the kicker there as he's, as he's kicking the ball away. He can't do that. It wasn't egregious, but he gets five yards, and that's enough for a reset of downs.
0: And it's a handoff right up to Riker Wallace, and Lakers front line accepts the challenge. 74, James McArdle as well as Oliver Haley in there on the stop for absolutely no gain. Nowhere to move on that one still at the 48-yard line.
3: That's absolutely right. They, they collapse down. They seal off the middle right where Wallace is attacking in the field. Nowhere to go. He runs into the back of his own lineman. No kickout spot available. And it's exactly a gain of nothing on the play. Second down and 10.
0: Second and 10 from the 48. Two wide to the left, one to the right. Carter Patrick in an empty set in the shotgun 545 and counting now Cohen Sherman in motion it's going to be a jet sweep to Car- Cohen Sherman he breaks out of two tackles and Jay Sears wraps him up at about the, the 45 and tackles him out of bounds they're going to say he went out of bounds at the 45 yard line for a gain of six on the play actually gain of seven brings up a third down and short third down and three for the Cassidy Red Hawks now into Laker territory
3: I love the play call for multiple reasons you can see the Lakers pointing at the guy that they're covering so that automatically tells you it's man-to-man coverage so by putting Cohen Sherman in motion and bring him across the field. You snap the ball, and it's jet sweep, but it's a jet sweep with an option. Carter Patrick could pull that ball back and keep it if they leave the middle of the field open. If they didn't. A linebacker was spying him, that defensive back that's trying to keep up with Sherman doesn't have a chance. He gets the sideline, and it's an easy six yards on the play.
0: Carter Patrick out of the pistol, dives forward on the on his own number. Stop made by Oliver Haley, very close to the first down marker. They're going to say he's a yard short at the 43 of Lakers. Needs to get out to the 42, fourth and a yard to go for Carter Patrick and the Red Hawks.
3: Yeah, that ball spotted a little shorter than I think he probably should have been. Uh, but nonetheless, it's going to be a full yard short but in laker territory uh fourth down and short this is go time uh for any coach i think in this area you got to be able to line up and get yourself a yard when you need it and uh, normally that's been landed shot time so we'll see what the lake with the lakers can do to try to get off the field
0: patrick under center is going to call for himself once again on the keeper and he gets out on a first effort out to the 41 yard line he needed a yard he got to move the chains for the Kansas City red hawks wasn't pretty but he got it done
3: Oh, those quarterback sneaks are never pretty, Clark, but they got it done. He went on a quick snap count. He was already got that yard before the defensive lineman of the Lakers even got out of their stance, and that's what you want. You've got to use your snap count to your advantage, and Carter Patrick goes right off the left shoulder pad of his center and gets an easy yard, maybe even two on the play, but most importantly, it is a first down.
0: 3.57, and counting here in the first quarter, Cassidy 8, Lakers nothing, Cassidy on their first offensive series this evening, technically, as they returned the opening kick for eight points, just 13 seconds into the ballgame. Carter Patrick with a straight tee behind him, hands it off to Cohen Sherman. He hits the 40-yard line of Lakers and nothing further, and a flag flies from behind the play and called by the white hat of Jim Niswander and Lakers 66, Dayton Lasaski, on the tackle.
5: During the play, personal foul, chop block, offense, 15 yards from the previous spot. Replay first down.
0: I like the emphasis on the first syllable of every word there. <laughs> personal foul. So least that pushes. You can understand it. I, I can understand it. I appreciate it. The clarity as well. So this pushes Cassidy back 15 yards across midfield, back in their own territory, their own 44-yard line. First in a country mile to go here for the Red Hawks, leading
3: 8-0. Well, this certainly changes uh, what you were about to run here for this play for the Red Hawks, or any wing T offense for that matter. I fully expect them to spread it out now first down and at least what is it 20 or 25 25, to go, yards, to, go to, 25 yeah. to go for that personal foul so again, i expect him to spread it out here try to get a quick pass a screen pass something like that to kind of get things going here you almost got to instead of that three and four you got to double it you almost got to get seven or eight on this play to get back ahead of the chains
0: Carter patrick under center rolls to his right he has the white jersey chasing him down and he's brought down for the sack By Caleb Neaton came on the right edge and got into the backfield immediately. And Carter Patrick is tackled way back at the 34 yard line of Cass City. This drive went from worse to even worse beyond that. And now Lakers defense pushing Cass City nearly back to the Laker Red Zone.
3: Yeah, getting better field position for Lakers because of their defense uh, and its run action. And every, everything is going to the right for Cass City, to the near side of the field. And it's zero. Caleb Neaton on a backside blitz. Quarterback has no idea it's coming. He's play action waiting for the play to develop, but no chance. Carter Patrick is sacked for a big loss on the play. And it's uh, all Laker defense on this series.
0: And Riker Wallace gets the handoff. He gets out to modest gain, and out to the 37 yard line for a gain of three when they needed about 46 yards. Third down in a ways to go for the Kansas City Redhawks at their own 37-yard line.
3: Yeah, it is a long ways to go, but again, it's it's one of those situations where just don't turn it over, get a few yards, punt it away, and we'll try again on defense. This uh, a, a bad penalty early on the series followed by a sack is a remedy for disaster.
0: First down, or excuse me, line of scrimmage at the 37 of Kansas City. First down marker just beyond Walbro two wide to the left one to the right that would be Cohen Sherman on the near side working off the right hash Carter Patrick in the shotgun has a wing back to the left side as well low snap but rolls to his left looking downfield the lefty lets a throw and it's wide open brought in by Riker Wallace at the Lakers 33 yard line and very close to that first down marker tackle made by Lucas Wainer just short of the first down marker by two yards they needed 32 they got 30 on that one Fourth down, two yards to go. Certainly flips the script here a little bit.
3: Great route. An even better pass. I'm not sure what you're doing on defense if you're the Lakers. If a pass is coming, you cannot allow that to happen. They got three guys back there at the first down marker, and Riker Wallace slips in between two of them, hauls in the catch, gets hit just short of the first down marker. But talk about a momentum change. It was all Lakers here for a minute, and one quick pass. The secondary blows that play there. And now all of a sudden with fourth down and two, it's four down territory. It's go time for the Redhawks.
0: Minute 23 left in the first quarter, and Cassidy calls their first timeout of the first half. It's 8 0. Cassidy leading the Elton Pigeon Bayport Lakers. Well, meanwhile, back at the ranch, Cassidy was facing a fourth and two, and they went for the hard count, and Lakers' entire front line jumped on it, and it's a free first down, first and ten from the Lakers, 28-yard line. Hand to Landon Shot, and he goes to work inside the trenches, gets down to about the 27-yard line before he is stopped by Derek Carr, middle linebacker junior for the Laker defense for a hard-fought one yard for Landon Shot, second down and nine at the laker 27 yard line
3: now for the laker defense you've got to shake that off uh, second down third down and 38 and you allow first down it just cannot those are things that just can't happen in a game but this drive isn't over yet their defense has done a very good job specifically on first down another time where they come up to the line of scrimmage and they stuff that run for no gain maybe a yard at most
0: tyler cumper wide right second down nine to go quarterback keeper Carter Patrick, and he's brought down from behind. As Caleb Neaton has had his number all night, he tracked him down in space, brought him up from down from behind at the 27-yard line for no gain on the play. Goes from a second and nine to a third and nine with 30 seconds left here in the first quarter. Eight nothing, Cast City.
3: Yeah, Lakers defensively has that figured out. A lot of their run action, and even the quarterback keeps this play develops just. It takes just enough time for Neaton to come around that backside. Nobody has picked him up. He's made a couple plays now in the backfield, and that has completely stunned this Lakers offense. So here they are again, finding themselves in a long situation, third down and nine.
0: And Cassidy's going to let the clock run out, and we've reached the end of the first quarter with just one score difference. Cassidy 8, Lakers nothing after 12 minutes of play on the WLW Sports Center. played 12 minutes and it's Cassidy leading 8-0 over Lakers as Cassidy scored on the opening kick nothing since the Cassidy Redhawks though are put together so far it's been a 10 minute 10 second drive was started their own 22 yard line now they are at the Laker 27 and they throw it downfield into the end zone is it brought in no pass was intended for Tyler Cumper, and he said he caught that out of bounds good coverage there from Jay Sears forcing him out of bounds as well and falls incomplete fourth down nine to go for the kansas city red honks at the laker 27 yard line
3: Uh, it's a good thing jay sears is super athletic because he misread that ball it was a very good ball by carter patrick up the sideline tyler cumper just runs right by sears and he uh he goes up he's able to turn around he doesn't get to play the ball but he's able to play cumper when he's in the air and kind of force him out of bounds. Comper makes the reception, but could not get a foot in bounds. Some good recovery defense by Sears to force that incompletion and force fourth down and nine.
0: City now facing their fourth, fourth down of this drive alone. 11:52 left in the second quarter, leading 8-0 over Lakers. Four wide to the left. Carter Patrick rolls left, and it's brought in. No, it hits the hands of Cohen Sherman at the 23-yard line and falls incomplete. And the Laker defense holds strong and holds Cassidy to zero points in that very long and time-consuming drive. And Lakers offense back in the field trailing by just one possession.
3: Carter uh, Patrick's got to get that ball down just a little bit. It was a little too high. Now, don't get me wrong. Cohen Sherman should have caught that ball also. But if that ball is down and he hits Cohen Sherman on the run, I think he has the sideline and another first down. But uh, instead, it's too high. He goes up for it, goes off his hands, deflects to the ground, and the Lakers defense survived. Again, a monster of a drive to stay only one score down here at the beginning of the second quarter.
0: From their own 27-yard line, receiver wide to the right, and it's a Jay Sears direct snap. He finds a seam, he has the first down, breaks out of a tackle, breaks out of a second tackle, and he's dragged all the way across midfield. He's still on a feet, down to the 40. No one in front of him, down to the 30, the 20, the 10, 5, a touchdown, Lakers. Jay Sears needed just one play to put the Lakers on the board. From 73 yards out, and Jay Sears into the on zone for the first score for the Lakers tonight. We've got ourselves a ball game. 11:33 remaining in the first half, and it's a two-point <laughs> ball game with... Well, potentially an extra point or a two-point conversion nowhere yet here from lakers they're going for two to tie this one.
3: Well, oh, jay sears is fun to watch isn't he guys i mean just he, it's a direct snap to him no different than what we've seen them do all year long it's a direct snap to him neaton is the fullback he picks up the linebacker but there's probably two three maybe even four yeah. Missed terribly missed tackles by Cassidy. Arm tackles. But give credit to Jay Sears. He forces those missed tackles and shows off that speed and gets Lakers a very crucial touchdown.
0: Jay Sears gets the direct snap and he's brought down back in the five yard line by Tristan Gruber, the starting defensive tackle as well as the center on offense. So it remains a two-point ball game after a 73-yard run from Jay Sears puts Lakers on the board. It's now eight to six. Cassidy clean to a two-point lead on the WLW Sports Network. The Lakers just one play, but they went 73 yards on the Jay Sears quarterback keeper in for the score. Two point conversion failed. It's eight to six. Cassidy leading by two points with 11:33 remaining in the second quarter. Here from Cassidy in the Greater Than West Championship winner tonight takes the outright Greater Than West title. The final Greater Thumb Conference titles given out as next year we go on to the Big Thumb Conference. Eight to six, Cass City leading, and Jay Sears kicks this off to the Cass Cities at the ten and brought in by number twenty-seven, Mason Nevick at the five. He's across the twenty, redirects out to about the twenty-three, and he's tackled four down to the twenty-four, and brought down by Luke Good, middle linebacker and a sophomore for Lakers. First and ten for Cass City as they lead by two points at their own 23-yard line.
3: Yeah, by far our best special teams play of the evening so far (laughs) there. And uh, we're going to see if Cass City can get the run game going again here. Uh, Really nothing going well for them. They've had a couple big passes, uh, a couple penalties that helped them get through. But uh, the Lakers running game, big run there by Jay Sears to get going. Cass City has had to make a few passes through the air to keep drives going. So we'll see if they can get this running game going.
0: Handoff off to number one. Cohen Sherman comes around the left side, and that seam is cut off immediately out of the 25-yard line by Colton Tulaski, outside linebacker as well as cornerback for this Lakers squad. Pickup of two out to the 25, second down and eight for Cass City, right to left cross your radio.
3: That's been the story of the this first half. 14 carries, 20 yards for Cass City. Uh, that offensive line just is unable to move the defensive line at all, and the running backs are, are lucky to get to. And just like on that play, when they attack the outside, the linebackers and the defensive backs have done a good job of coming up and making tackles and not missing them for short gains.
0: It's a handoff to Landon Shot. He goes to work in the scrum once again. Hard fought, two yards, maybe three out to the 27, 28 yard line. Stop made by Bryson Finkbinder, the sophomore defensive tackle, as well as 74 James McCardle. Third down and five from the 28 of Cass City. This game's starting to turn into a grind and grind game.
3: Yeah, hey, man. Been- more so I think what we thought I think both these teams want to grind it out they want to get the running game going but so far for Cass City again just averaging a yard and a half per carry it's not going to get it done and now they're going to have to find ways to supplement this running game with some either quick passes uh, or some screen passes something like that to get back on ahead of the chains
0: it's a handoff to Cohen Sherman he gets out to about the 33 yard line a yard short of the first down marker and but no the official same move that same move, the chains of the thirty-three. Although he's a yard well short, <laughs> so <laughs> you do the math here.
3: That football, that that football is on the inside of the thirty-three yard line. I mean, it's barely touching the thirty-three yard line.
0: So they want to call the sticks out here to make sure this one is is solid. Looks like the. the the first down marker is closer to the 34 than anything. This ball is on the other side of the 33. Ten minutes left in this first half. It's 8-6. to six. Cassidy 8, Lakers 6. The Cassidy offense has not scored yet. Came off of a special teams to start this game. Lakers then had a three and out punt. Cassidy then had a 51-yard drive. that had 17 plays and took 10 minutes and 22 seconds off the clock. Resulted in a turnover on downs at the Laker 27-yard line. Lakers on the very next play. Then says they're going to take it to the house of the Jay Sears 73-yard run. And now, according to the spot, they get the first down by a nose of a football. At the 33-yard line. First and ten for Cassidy, right to left across your radio.
3: And got it by just that much, but it was a, that's a big run for Cohen Sherman because, again, just talking about how they've been getting one and two yards in every play. So in third down and five, they dial up the running game in their own territory. They get the five yards that they needed. That was a big run for them. We'll see if they can continue the momentum. But this Laker defense up front has been... The best part of this game for the lakers outside of jason sears big run
0: in the t formation carter patrick hands it off to cohen sherman runs over a couple tacklers out to the 40 yard line before he's upended by number 11 that would be luke good middle linebacker sophomore for the lakers it's a gain of seven, three yards to go on a second down from the 40-yard line of Cass City, leading eight to six over Lakers.
3: Exact same play, two plays in a row, right? They, they get Cohen Sherman coming from right to left, following Landon's shot through that hole, attacking around those big guys, trying to attack the defensive end, going one side or the other. He's able to get around them and explode into the linebacking core, and they go for a ride, dragging him down, but not until he gets seven full yards on the play.
0: Carter Patrick hands it off to Riker Wallace. Misdirection. Breaks out of a tackle, bounces off another, and he's across the 45 and finally brought down to the 47-yard line. Brought down by eight Colton Tulaski. Move to chains for Carter for Riker Wallace. And the Red Hawks of the 47 in their own territory, first and ten.
3: Yeah, definitely some misdirection there. It looks like the play is going right, they misdirect back the other way is Riker Wallace, and, and they get Lakers to lean the wrong way. And Riker Wallace able to again get through that defensive line, which has been hard to do, and then he can move around in space. As he's able to juke around, move, and get around that linebacker for another Cass City first down.
0: And out to Cohen Sherman across midfield, and is finally downed at the 48 of Lakers. After a five-yard pickup brought down by Luke Good once again, the sophomore linebacker for the Lakers. It's a gain of six on the play according to the spot. They mark him down to the 47 of Lakers, second out and four.
3: Looks like Cassidy's kind of found a little success here with attacking around that left side. That's three plays out of the last four to Cohen Sherman around that left side. The worst one has gone for five. He's gotten a five, a six, and a seven-yard carry so far. Look for them to keep exposing that side.
0: Carter Patrick hands it off to Riker Walls, has has a, a, a platoon in front of him leading the way. And as a result, they get across the 45 and brought down to the 44, brought down by Caleb Neaton, the outside linebacker. They needed four, well, Riker-Wallace got three on that one. Third down, a yard to go.
3: Caleb Neaton again, number zero play is on the opposite side is him but he's still coming around keeping Carter Patrick honest making sure he doesn't have the ball and when he doesn't he goes all the way back and catches up to the back of that convoy and is able to pull him down just short of the first down marker
0: third down a yard go for Cassidy Laker territory the 44 handout out to Cohen Sherman he has the first down and spins his way across the 40 down to the 39 brought down by Colton Zalaski the junior defenseman for Lakers Third down conversion for Cass City continues to roll of the clock. Seven forty-eight and counting here in the second quarter, leading eight to six. First and ten from the Laker thirty-nine.
3: Yeah, they've done a good job of sealing off Zach McCardle. They just they get his body turned. That outside tackle is able to get him blocked off, and that's allowing Cohen Sherman to get to the sideline, get around that left end, and get some nice carries around that side.
0: Handoff right of the middle to Riker Wallace. And it's that tackled made by Derek Carr, middle linebacker. Looks like Riker Wallace a little ginger to get up. Still on his knees now back up. Looks like may he may have gotten the wind knocked out of him there. Landed on the football. After a four-yard gain, second down, six to go from the Laker, 35. It's Cassidy, eight, Lakers, six, seven, 15 left in the second quarter.
3: And when you're able to attack a certain side of the field, the defense tries to adjust subtly, and as soon as they do, then they can go work off of that, and that's where Riker Wallace goes, right up the middle of that time, splitting those defensive backs up, and he gets a nice game.
0: Carter Patrick to Cohen Sherman trying to find a seam around the left edge, and there's nothing there as Lakers brought him down immediately. Colton Tulaski tackles him in space. They're going to give him a yard out to the 34-yard line for a gain of a yard. Third down, five to go for the Kansas City Redhawks. 6.45 and counting here in the second quarter.
3: Lakers do a better job slowing down that Cohen-Sherman run around the left side. That time they are able to... Not allow the bounce out. McArdle stands his ground, forces him to go sideways instead of getting up the field, and then that allows Neaton and company to come over and chop him down for a short game.
0: Carter Patrick goes practically under center, and the entire Laker front line jumps into the neutral zone, and this will be a free five yards.
5: Defense, five-yard penalty. Results of the penalty, first down. Yeah,
0: there you have it. So a new set of downs for the Kansas City Redhawks. The second time tonight, due to a penalty. The last time was on a fourth down punt, ran into the punter, this time on a third and five offsides. First and ten for the Cassidy Redhawks at the Laker 29-yard line.
3: This is all planned for Cassidy. They they went under as soon as Carter Patrick gets under center, they snap the ball. There's no hesitation.
0: And it's a handoff to Landon shot. Hits the pile, bounces off that, goes to his left across the 25, and finally brought down to the 21-yard line for an 8-yard gain. Tackle made by 66, Dayton Lasowski, defensive end junior for the Lakers. Second down, two to go from the 21.
3: Again, when, when Cassidy breaks the huddle, they get right up to the line of scrimmage, Carter Patrick leans in, and they snap the ball. That is exactly what happens. So all they have to do then is hesitate. That hard count, one hard count, and Lakers is anticipating that quick snap. They caught him twice already in this first half.
0: Patrick hands it off to Cohen Sherman. He tries to find something. He tackled forward out to the 17-yard line, brought down by Derek Carr, middle linebacker. He has the first down by about a yard and a half. Move the chains into the red zone of Lakers. First and ten for Cass City, leading eight to six. Five and a half left in the first half.
3: And you can see what they were missing. The first time we saw him at Cohen Sherman attacking that left side, he brings that speed element that allows him to get around the tackle, off-tackle runs, and it's going to force defenses to spread out a little bit. And once they do that, then it's Riker-Wallace and Landon shot time up
0: the middle. Hand off to Riker-Wallace through the right edge, and he gets out to the 15-yard line before he's chopped down by Derek Carr, the middle linebacker, once again. After two yards, maybe three, 5.05 and counting here in the second quarter. Lakers trails Cassidy eight to six. Lakers defense trying to come up with a second stand here of the night. Cassidy yet offense yet to score a point tonight.
3: Yeah, Lakers defense has been very sound. They they gave up a bad pass play on third down and thirty something uh, that set up a fourth a manageable fourth down where it should have been no business. But they recovered. Run defense has been excellent so far tonight.
0: Hand off to Cohen Sherman on a second and eight. And he breaks out of his first tackle, gets into the second level, and gets down to about the 12-yard line before he's stopped by Caleb Meaton and Jay Sears, outside linebacker in safety. Third down and five upcoming for the Kansas City Redhawks. Had him in the backfield, broke out of that one, and gets forward for about three, maybe four yards.
3: You're exactly right. Lakers, that's the first time tonight you can say Lakers really struggled there, they, they missed tackle. They they had him in the backfield, maybe no gain at best, uh, but Cassidy's able to battle through that, get a couple very important yards, and third down and five coming up. Nice.
0: Carter Patrick hands it off to Cohen Sherman. One broken tackle is all the way down inside the five and brought down to the four by Colton Tulaski. Tulaski saved a touchdown on that one. Another third down conversion, another first down. This time it's first in goal to go for the Caster Redhawks at the Laker four-yard line, leading by two points with four minutes left in the first half.
3: Now that one a little bit of a delayed handoff to Cohen Sherman. Before, everybody went one way, and he followed along. This time one goes right, one goes left. It's slow developing, but when Cohen Sherman gets it, he's still following that same line, and because it's slower developed, the Lakers believed one of the early backs had it. And they didn't, and Sherman does the rest and gets it to first down and goal. From the
0: four, Cohen Sherman gets the handoff. He le- yeah. lends his forward to the goal line. Touchdown, Cass City.
3: Cohen Sherman puts Cass City on the
0: board for the second time tonight, extends their lead back out to eight points at the moment, 14-6, to with 335 remaining in the first half with a two-point conversion still on the way for the Cassidy Redhawks. 14-6, Cassidy.
3: Just a solid drive by Cassidy. They they finished off the job that they didn't do in the last series, just slow, grind it out, control the pace, control the clock, and finish off a hard-earned drive. All running plays on the ground, grinding it out for a short touchdown run by Cohen Sherman, who has really kind of found a, a subtle weakness in this Laker defense, and he exposed it for his first running touchdown of the night.
0: 3:35 left in the first half. Carter Patrick looking to pass downfield in the back of the end zone. It is a jump ball, and this one's knocked down. Two point conversion fails, and Cass City keeps this a one possession game with the Laker defense stopping the two point conversion. It's Cass City 14, Lakers six on the WLW Sports Network. 3:35 left in the second quarter. Cassidy puts together a 16-play drive covering 77 yards and took 7 minutes and 58 seconds off the clock, resulting in a Cohen-Sherman 4-yard run in for the score. The 2-point conversion pass failed, it foul incomplete, and it's now 14-6. Cassidy back out by 8 points as the kick comes in to the hands of Colton Tulaski. He's across the 30-yard line and finally upended at the 33-yard line by Kellen Levine, linebacker senior for Cassidy and it's first in 10 for the elkton pigeon bayport lakers at their own 33 yard line left to right across the radio trailing 14 to 6 to cast city
3: it's hard to believe that there's three minutes and 23 seconds left in the first half and the lakers offense have run four plays now. four plays and they're in this game they're down 14 to 6 uh, Jay Sears on the last time they had the ball scored on a long touchdown run a broken play by the Red Hawk defense that Jay Sears took full advantage of with three and a half minutes to go this is all Lakers opportunity here to get back into this game
0: Jay Sears looking to throw down field it's brought in by Bryson Finkbeiner's crossman midfield and tiptoes down the down the end the end or the sideline across the 40 they're actually going to mark him down right at the 40 yard line so start at the 33 across midfield for another 10 yards for a 23-yard pickup from Jay Sears into the hands of Bryson Finkbeiner.
3: Like I said, Cassidy did really everything right there. The linebackers rotated with the rollout of Jay Sears. Sears rolls out to his right. He's looking downfield. His favorite receivers are not there. That's Owen Eichler. That's Lucas Good. But it's Finkbeiner who's on the left side of the line, drags all the way across the field, goes uncovered, and Sears is able to find him late, and it turns it into a big game.
0: Jay Sears hands it off to Colton Tulaski. A little bit room to run across the 35 and finally tackled forward by a gang of maroon jerseys out to the 33 yard line. But there is a flag on it. Tackle made by Landon Shot. As it stands right now, it's a seven yard pickup. But illegal procedure and illegal formation on the Elgin Pigeon Bayport Lakers is to get to negate that seven yard pickup and push him back from the original line of scrimmage at the 40.
5: Illegal formation. Too many men in the backfield. Offense. Five-yard penalty from the previous spot. Replay the down.
0: So it's a five-yard penalty pushing them back to the 45. First in 15. First down marker at the Cassidy 30. 2.49 before the half is over. It's 14-6. to six. Cassidy lead by eight points, and Lakers looking to change that right here. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Jay Sears and Caleb Neaton in the backfield, a Wayne the shotgun snap. There's a snap. Jay Sears rolls to his left, looking to throw. Screen th- actually throws it downfield and brought in by Bryson Finkbeiner at the 35. He was kneeling while he brought that pass in, so he's down immediately after a 10-yard pickup. And two minutes, 29 seconds in counting here. For second down, five to go from the 35. So
3: what we've seen Lakers do is just roll out Sears like he's running to the, to the wide side of the field. Whatever side of the field is more room to run. City comes up thinking he's going to run and as soon as though they do that, he stops, plants his feet, lobs it right over the head twice in a row now to a wide open Finkbiner.
0: Second and five, Jay Sears on the quarterback keeper and he's dragged down by his left ankle by Tristan Gruber who hung on to him and dragged him after a two-yard pickup for Jay Sears. Tristan Gruber, defensive tackle for City's defense. Third down, three to go for the Lakers. They're already at the line of scrimmage. Less than two to play here in the second quarter.
3: And That clock is rolling, but Lakers has timeouts in their pocket. They want to make sure that Cass City does not get the football they are the last ones to hold on to it and, and keep in mind I, I, Jay Sears can kick if, if it comes to that scenario so they're in full control of this clock we'll see how they handle third down and a long three
0: to ask you why to write. Jay Sears Caleb Neaton in the backfield wing back tight end would be Lucas Weiner on the right side and now we have a timeout called by Dave Lavasser and the Lakers with a minute 29 remaining in the second quarter it is 14 to 6 Cass City leading by eight points in the WLW Sports Network And now a light rain starts to fall here with a minute 29 left in the second quarter. Cass City leading 14 to Lakers 6 with the Lakers knocking on the door here. Facing a third and three from the Cass City 33-yard line, a minute 29 before the half is over. Receiver wide each way. Sears and Neaton in the backfield. Colton Tulaski wide right. It's going to be right up the gut for Jay Sears breaks out of one tackle and takes a second defender with him close to that first down marker looks like he got it by then <laughs> two yards maybe even three as Boone DeLong, defensive end brings him down but not until after the first down stick first and 10 for the lakers stops the clock momentarily first and 10 from the Kansas city 27.
3: if you cast city that's tough because you have to respect these wide receivers out wide so it spreads you out enough and then it's a direct snap to sears Neaton becomes the fullback, and it, it's following a whole bunch of guys through the middle of that defense, and they're piled, pushed their way for about five yards on a first down.
0: Good, and Tulaski wide right, wide left will be Wayner and Finkbeiner. Sears looking to his left, looking to throw, staring down his defender, and it's intended for Bryce at the 20-yard line, a little off the mark behind him. Good coverage there from Landon Shot as well. Stops the clock with 53 seconds left. Second down, 10 to go from the 27 of Cassidy. City. Yeah,
3: a little bit of a risky throw there, but you can. It's it's those second hand throws, those extra time plays where Sears buys all that extra time. Your route is over, so now you have to adjust to what the quarterback's doing. Finkbinder wanted three yards down the field and right to the sideline. Landon Shot shuts it off. So when Sears rolls to him, all Finkbinder does is start to float down the sideline deeper. And Sears tries to throw it over the head of shot, and try to catch Finkbinder down the sideline, but a good job by Landon Schott. He's able to knock that ball down.
0: Second and 10. Nearly same formation. Sears with his sidearm throws it, and it's brought in by Luke Good inside the 20, and finally down to the 17 yard line by number three, Tyler Cumper has enough to move the chains first in 10 inside the 20 of the 17 for an 11-yard pickup
3: these tight ends that get delayed routes coming off the line of scrimmage late has worked really well for the lakers on this drive but you know what though i'd like to see lucas good with that momentum get out of bounds you you had the first down you cut inside instead of going outside instead the lakers will jump under center and spike spike that ball to stop the clock and preserve a timeout
0: so with 38 seconds left in the second quarter, lakers still has two timeouts here It'll be a second down and 10 from the 17 of Cass City.
3: Having two timeouts in your pocket, though, still allows you to run the ball if you would like to with 38 seconds left. So it kind of keeps that option open. But, again, you sacrifice it down. So it's second down for Lakers here after the spike ball.
0: blue Good in motion. Jay Sears rolls to his left, looking to run it. Now it's the reverse field's Barry Sanders this one. And he breaks out of one tackle and finally brought down out at the 11-yard line. And 62, Kellen Levine finally tracks him down after a broken play, a five-yard pickup for Jay Sears and the Lakers. And with 28 seconds left, Lakers calls their second of three timeouts here facing a, a third down and five from the Cassidy 12-yard line.
3: Yeah, the one thing I gotta like about Jay Sears, the improvisation skills, right? That is a design quarterback rollout to the left. All the passing routes are based on him rolled, rolling out to the left side, and when that is taken away, good job, they bring a blitz, they get the linebacker out to the outside, completely shut off Sears. He's got to reverse field where there is nobody to throw it to, puts his head down, and turns nothing into something, and keeps his drive alive for the Lakers as they use their second timeout and it's third down and five with 28 seconds left in the half 14
0: to 6 City leads Lakers the way this game started was an oh boy it could be a long night here and then Lakers defense has shown up and Lakers defense has continuously put their offense in positions to make a difference and so far it has it's Cassidy 14 Lakers 6 28 seconds left third down and five for the green and white deep into Cass City territory at the 12-yard line. And you get down to the 7 for a fresh set of downs. But really, the, the the game clock is the biggest enemy right now.
3: This game has been perfectly even. Both of these defenses have hung tough. One broken play by each team has led to two huge scores. The big difference outside of that wash is Cassetti punched in one long drive where Lakers hasn't been able to do that yet.
0: Jay Sears looks to the sideline, 2 wide to the left. Aaron Nelson inside, Caleb meeting off his right hip in the shotgun. There's the snap, staying in the pocket, looking to throw. A little bit dump pass and down to the number eight, Colton Tulaski. And this one's over his head, falls incomplete. Just took four seconds off the clock, so now 24 seconds. remain. third down in – or excuse me, fourth down in five from the 12 yard line
2: oh jay
3: sears is going to want that one back it is a great play call by coach Lavasser and company they call the screen pass they let all the front line of cassidy come through sears drops back and just dumps it right over their head but too far as he overthrows neaton would have been an easy score instead it falls harmlessly to the ground and incomplete and now with 24 seconds to go in the half Lakers is on fourth down, a very important play here at the end of this half.
0: And they use their third and final timeout here in the second quarter. Fourth down, five to go from the 12-yard line. So Lakers wants to discuss this one, 24 seconds left. Of course, first down was wasted, but the, I wouldn't say wasted, but it was lost because of the spiked ball. Second down, third down. Second down got him five yards. Third down was incomplete, now fourth and five from the 12.
3: Well, that's what makes it interesting because now – it's fourth down and 5 where if you would have used a timeout it may only be third down and 5 so True. with so it, you could say they saved it, they preserved a timeout it's be, but it, it's it's kind of six one, one half does the other it. you're exactly right it's a strategy that they used and it was working until that incomplete pass now it's fourth down and five they can still get a first down they can still get up and spike the ball there's plenty of time time is not the issue now it's fourth down and five you need at least five yards on this play we'll see what they dial up here after burning their last timeout.
0: lakers has had has run 12 plays of offense for 135 yards and score mind you of those 135, 73 came in one play. City, 33 plays for 130 yards. Lakers sends three wide to the left. One to the right, Colton Tulaski working off the right hash, leading it down to the seven. Jay Sears, Caleb Neaton in the backfield, rolling to his left. Kind the quarterback, keeper, inside the fo- ten, down inside about the six-yard line. Move the chains for the Lakers. A fourth down conversion, a fourth and five. Now it's first and goal to go from the five-yard line. A seven-yard pickup, and there's the spike with 15 seconds remaining in the second quarter. So now, second down, goal to go from the five. Lakers looking to punch this one in.
3: Let's get back to the fourth down conversion. It's a great play call, but if you're Cassidy, you have to know what's coming. They're going to roll the pocket out. They're going to give Sears the option to throw the football, and if he doesn't like what he sees, he's going to cut up field and run, and he doesn't like what he sees. He does cut up and run, and it's an easy five yards. He gets six, maybe seven on the play, and uh, with the clock stopped with the new set of downs, they're able to line up, spike the football. So now five yards to go to the end zone, 15 seconds. He's almost got to throw the ball, because if you run and don't get in, there may not be enough time.
0: They go with the initial setup. Now they look to the sideline for a potential audible or a change in the play. Play clock down to three, two, and one. And this is going to be a delay of game. They're going to let him go. Throws it into the end zone. It is brought in. Touchdown, Lakers. Jay Sears throws it and is completed into the end zone, into the hands of the freshman Lucas Wainer, wide receiver. And now we have a two-point ball game with a two-point conversion upcoming with 10 seconds left. Was that play after the game, the play clock hit zeros? We do not know.
3: Not only can you make the case that it should have been a delay of game, the running back was moving around Sears trying to get into different position as the ball was snapped. Uh, so, I'm not, again, people moving around. You could argue the clock was at zero. They don't call either of them, and it ends up being a great throw from Jay Sears to hit his receiver and score a touchdown, and now they'll line up for the two-point conversion.
0: Going for two, trying to tie this one up. And as a Kale-beaten carry, he gets down to the one-yard line and falls short of the goal line. So Cassidy hangs on to a two-point lead as Tristan Gerber brought down the tackle a yard short of the goal line. 14-12, Cassidy and the Lakers. Cassidy leads by two points on the LLW Sports Network. Lakers responds with a touchdown of their own. They're second on offense tonight. Makes this a two-point ball game with 10 seconds left in the second quarter. 67 yards, 3 minutes and 25 seconds off the clock, and 13 plays. Jay Sears finds Lucas Wainer in the end zone for five yards. For the score, the run fails on the two-point conversion. It's now 14-12. Cassidy leading the Lakers by two points.
3: It was a great drive orchestrated by Jay Sears. And when we said Jay Sears is special and he is the – The horse that runs this offense, he has all the yards except for two on this offense. And Like Cassidy, again, if you can slow down or stop Sears, you can win the game. They have not been able to do that. They're fortunate that Lakers wasn't able to get a two-point conversion there to tie this game, so Cassidy keeps their hard-earned lead. But with 10 seconds to go, Lakers still has to kick this off, but it's a 14-12 Cassidy-lead Lakers game here going into halftime.
0: Now, Lakers won the toss, elected to deferred in the second half, so Lakers will start out receiving the ball to start the third quarter, which is in just 10 seconds away. Jay Sears, ready to kick it off from his own 40-yard line, left to right across the radio that ball will be flying. D-back of the five would be, looks like that is Tyler Cumper, Mason Nevick, and Cole Lenhard. And the kick comes in, brought in by Mason Nevick. And the 20-yard line gets out to about the 25-yard line. Just shy of that, actually, brought down by Colton Tulaski. Three seconds go off the clock. And so, Cassidy will have seven seconds to do something here, or they just kneel and go into halftime with a two-point lead.
3: Now that's, that's not what a lot of these local teams do. They'll run a play, even if it's a handoff. Uh, they, they trust their guys to hold on the football. But... Uh, Nonetheless, uh, I, I got to imagine we're going to halftime, a two-point game, and just the way we like it here on a rivalry game. Uh, here, trying to decide who's going to win the last Greater Thumb West Championship.
0: Well, seven seconds left from the 23-yard line. Cass City will stick to the tee. three men backfield. Carter Patrick under center, probably just one play here, and hit to the locker rooms with a two-point ball game. Cass City 14, the Lakers 12. There's the whistle. Carter Patrick is just going to kneel this one, and we've reached halftime. We start out 0-0s, now it's 14-12 after 24 minutes of play. Cass City 14, Lakers 12, after two hard-fought quarters on the WLW Sports Network. When it comes to home improvement projects, there are only so many ways to complete the task the right way, and about a million ways for it to go wrong. That's where your local Harbor Beach True Value store comes in. A wise man once told me that the key to a home plumbing project is a full tank of gas. So instead of running to that big box store 17 times to figure out what you need on your own, while trying to look like you know what you're doing, why not head to your local hardware store that can help you reach your project's finish line. The friendly and experienced staff of Harbor Beach True Value have the knowledge and know-how of how to get the job done right the first time. They know the difference between inside and outside diameters of PVC. They know what questions to ask so that you can save time, money, and the headaches for whatever might be on that honey-do list. So when you're in need of plumbing supplies, HVAC, paint, DNR licenses, yard and garden items, or just that one random nut and bolt that went missing, you know where to go. That's your local hardware store in downtown Harbor Beach at the corner of 1st and State Street, just a block from the main light. Harbor Beach True Value. Locally owned and locally yours. It's the Greater Thumb West Championship, and we expected a good game, and that's exactly what we've had so far. It's Cass City 14, Lakers 12 after two quarters of play. But right now we listen in to the Cass City marching band on the field performing their halftime performance here in Cass City. Listening to the Cassidy City Marching Man at the half as it's a two-point ball game. Cassidy 14, Lakers 12 after 24 minutes of play. We'll return in three minutes right here on the WLW Sports Network for a halftime update. 14-12 in the Greater Than West Championship. First half in favor of the Red Hawks by two points. <laughs> Points. That's all that differentiates Cassidy and Lakers in the Greater Than West Championship game here so far after two quarters of play. Cassidy 14 Lakers 12 back and forth ball game. Every time we think one team has the advantage. Here comes the other team swinging and Dave Hanson. I tells tell us how we got to this 14-12 ball game at halftime.
3: Well, it was just one score in the first quarter and it came on the opening kickoff. Tyler Comfort 99 yards later takes it to pay dirt. Riker Wallace punches in the two-point conversion. Cassidy would lead at the end of the first quarter, 8 to nothing. Lakers would respond. First play of their second series of the night. Jay Sears breaks free on a 73-yard touchdown run. The two-point run would fail. Cassidy leads 8-6. to Cohen Sherman, though, would respond for the Red Hawks on a four-yard touchdown run after a long drive. The two-point pass would fail. Cassidy extends its lead to eight points, but with 3.35 to go, they Lakers drive all the way down the field, and with 10 seconds left in the half, Jay Sears hits Wayner on a five-yard touchdown pass. The two-point run would come up short, and at halftime, Cass City would hold on to their two-point lead and score a 14-12.
0: The biggest turning point in this ball game. It was early Cass City momentum, of course, 99-yard kickoff return for eight points altogether. Lakers then a three-and-out punt. He said, "Oh boy, this the route is could be on here." And then all of a sudden, Cassidy starts marching down the field on a 10-minute and 22-second drive, covering 51 yards, four first downs, one for five on third down, three for three on fourth downs, or three for four on fourth downs, and Lakers stops them at the Lakers 27-yard Laker line on a turnover on downs, gives the ball back to Lakers. The very next play, Lakers scores. Tacks on six points. We've had a ball game ever since that moment. When taking a look at our team stats, Lakers with 145 yards of offense on 14 plays, averaging 10 yards plus on every single play. City, 35 plays. They've ran 21 more plays and have 7 yards less on offense than the Lakers with 138. The biggest difference for K- on the stat sheet comes on special teams. Three plays for 125 yards for the Red Hawks, averaging 41 yards per special teams play. Rushing the ball, Cassidy, 31 carries, 100 yards, and a score. Lakers, 7 carries, 95 yards, and a score. Through the air, Lakers, 4 for 7 for 50 yards, and a score. Cassidy, 2 for 4 for 38 yards, no scores, no interceptions from either team. Leading the way for the Laker offense on rushing the ball, Jay Sears, 6 carries, 93 yards, and a score. averaging 15 yards per carry, has carried the ball 86% of the time. And Caleb Neaton, 1 carry for 2 yards for 14% of the time. Jay Sears, four for seven through the air for 50 yards and a score. Bryce Finkbeiner, two receptions for 33 yards. Luke Good, one reception for 12 yards. And Lucas Wainer, one reception for five yards in for the score. Cassidy's rushing attack. Cohen Sherman leads the way with 12 carries for 58 yards. And a score, Riker-Waltz, nine carries for 26 yards. Landon shot four carries for 14 yards. Boone DeLong, one carry for eight yards. And Carter Patrick, five carries for a loss of six through the air two for four for 38 yards for carter patrick one reception to waker walls for 30 yards tyler Cumberbrown in the other one for eight yards and that's your ball game
3: yeah to me it's been time of possession right a- 18 and a half minutes uh, for the red hawks on offense just five minutes lakers held the football in the first half but it is a two-point game lakers come up with the The big play on first down, their fourth play of the night, uh, goes for 73 yards. Jay Sears breaks free on a long run. Really the one mistake City's made on defense. Um, The other one was three-and-a-half-minute drive orchestrated simply by snaps to Jay Sears, rolling around in the pocket. And making plays through the air late or just talking and running no real answer for those plays where they allow jay sears to improvise and do things on the run it's really got cassidy stumped a little bit when they have been on the field offensively though it's been cassidy grinding out the clock old school three yards at a time uh, they have again handled the time of possession but the lakers feel like the most dangerous right now their defense is the one that's holding up forcing cassidy to all these fourth downs and, and third down and, and mediums. So it's been a back and forth game. A great brawl. Two long touchdown runs. You could take those and wash them out. And then two drives that were punched in by short touchdowns dead even game a two-point conversion is the difference so
0: what are we going to see in the second half here Dave
3: more of the same Cassidy wants to minimize possessions they want to ground and pound that football again force Lakers to stay keep their defense on the field and for Cass- and for the Lakers offensively it's Jay Sears early and often and Cassidy has got to be discussing how they are going to minimize what Jay Sears does to them because uh, he is literally the offense. He has 93 of their 95 yards on the ground. He has passed for all 50 yards. He's accounted for every yard except for two on the Lakers offense. Again, he needs some help, but right now, he is the reason they are two points down in this game. And for Cass City, it's been a diversified attack. Cohen Sherman has had the most success running the football, but they're averaging 3.2 yards a carry on offense as Cass City grinding it out. On the other side, Lakers averaging 13 yards a carry. Yes, there was a big run, but again, more of the same, more Jay Sears early and often to start this drive.
0: Cassidy kicks off to Colton Tulaski. Brought it in, and he breaks out of one tackle, breaks out of two tackles. He's across midfield. He's actually marked down right at midfield for Colton Tulaski, doing his best Alexander Hamilton impression and not going to give up his shot there. Good field position here to start for the Lakers. Right at midfield, tackle made by Aaron Petrez, on the Cassidy special teams first and 10 for Lakers trailing by two points 14 to 12 with eleven fifty-two remaining in the third quarter
3: yeah both of these kickers have done a good job kicking the ball deep it's the coverage that's been pretty terrible again another huge return by the Lakers on, on special teams this ball and this drive is down right at midfield where they'll start this drive
0: it's a handoff next you can see the quarterback keeper for Jay Sears right up the gut out to the 48 maybe in the 47 yard line drop stop made by Tristan Gruber for the Kansas City front line, after a three-yard gain, second down, seven to go. Is Lakers willing to grind this second half out so far? 11:35 in County.
3: But it's more, it's more Sears all the time, right? That's that's really the point of what they're doing. It's a direct snap to him. Neaton becomes the fullback, and Sears follows him through the hole. Good job by Kansas City to close it up quickly and only allow a short gain on the
0: play. Second down, seven. Finkbeiner in motion, it's a Jay Sears direct snap, and he's met by a maroon jersey at the 46-yard line, and that's where forward Progress will be stomped. After a gain of a yard, you pick the number for the Cassidy defense, and they are in there. Land shot, Gregor Walls, you name them, they're there. Third down and a long six at the 46-yard line to get to the Cassidy 40 for new fresh dead out downs. 10 in the third quarter, 14-12, Cassidy by two. Lakers offense on the field, sending two wide each way, looking to the sideline for support.
3: Yeah, you said a, a maroon jersey meets him. I think you meant jerseys. <laughs> yes. There was four or five of them there, and that's part of what you had to decide, had to figure. Cathrell talking to him about at halftime. We got to get to the football. We got to bring these guys down, help out so there's less missed tackles. Watch for Jay Sears to move around here.
0: And Cale Meaton gets the handoff from Jay Sears, and he's brought down in the backfield for a loss of two, as Justin McAlpine blew up that play before it even Jay. get underway, and to bring him down for. A tackle for a loss, and it's now a fourth down in seven for the Elgin Pigeon Bayport Lakers at the Kansas City 47-yard line.
3: Oh, I'm surprised. That's not the time I think I want to take the ball out of Jay Sears' hands. It's a design run right to Caleb Neaton. No run action, no deception, none. Just a direct handoff right up the middle, and Cassidy swarms of the football, brings it down, and says, thank you very much. We don't have to tackle Jay Sears. And on fourth down and eight, it looks like Lakers going to punt it away. And it's a high snap,
0: and Jay Sears has to run back in the 35. He's going to run it, and now he punts this one. It's blocked by, by landed shot, and it bounces out of bounds and goes out of bounds at roughly about the 30-yard line of Lakers. Looked like Jay Sears had a moment of life there and was going to punt that one away miraculously. Instead, it's blocked by Landon's shot, and it goes out of bounds at the 29-yard line.
3: Again, special teams. It's it's been quite (laughs) the story tonight. Big kick returns. Now we see a bad snap over the head of Sears. He does everything he possibly can to scoop this ball up get to the sideline, try to punt it away at the last second just to get it out of there in any way, shape, or form, but he can't get it over the head. of landed shot who swats it back into the backfield even further down, and that is a turnover and a big-time break for the home team as Cassidy takes over with excellent field position.
0: Hand-off to number one, Cohen Sherman. He's out for the running down to the five. Touchdown, Cassidy. From 29 yards out on the very first play of offense for Cassidy the second half. Cohen Sherman trots into the end zone, untouched, and just like that, Cassidy's lead is extended back out to a minimum of eight points. 9:39 left in the third quarter. It's now Cass City 20, Lakers 12, with a two-point conversion on the way for the Redhawks.
3: They go right back to what they did at the end of the first half, attack the left side of that line of Lakers, and it's Cohen Sherman. And again, how many times I said tonight they missed him in this offense. He is that explosive element that they miss, and he sheds one tackle in the backfield, and the rest, it's a track meet. And Cohen Sherman wins, puts Cass City up by eight, and they'll go for the two-point conversion.
0: And it's a rollout to the right to Tyler Cumber, looking to pass. Now he's going to keep it for himself. And he dives for the pylon. Is he in? No, he's short. It remains a one possession ball game with a failed two point conversion for Cohen Sherman. Actually, that was Tyler Cumper looking to throw downfield and then he kept it for himself. 9.39 left in the third quarter. Cass City 20, Lakers 12, LW Sports Network. 39 left in the third quarter, it's Cass City extends their lead out by 8 points, 20-12 as Cohen Sherman runs 29 yards in for the score. Other area scores, Marlette leads Bad Axe at halftime, 20-8. Harbor Beach over Memphis at halftime, 54-0. Sandusky and Obley in Sandusky night. Obley 13, Sandusky 8. Reese over Caro at halftime, 37-0. CPS 12, Case 8 in the second quarter. Akron Fairgrove 14-0 over North Huron in the second quarter. Kingston over KPAC at halftime, 28-8. Deckerville over Mayfield, 14-6 at the end of the first quarter. It's now an eight-point lead for the Kansas City Red Hawks once again as Riker Wallace's kick is high, and it comes into the 20-yard line brought in by Owen Eichler. Goes to the near sideline, just his feet at the 30, and is brought down to the 33-yard line for a modest 13-yard game and brought down by Cole Lenhard as well as Boone DeLong for the Kansas City special teams. First and ten for the Elton Pigeon Bayport Lakers. They trail by one possession, 20-12, to 12, 934 left in the third quarter in Cassidy.
3: Yeah, you never want to give up a quick touchdown like that, but they answered, The they recovered well, stopped the two-point conversion, keeps it to a one-score game. So the, the game is far from over for the Lakers. A good drive here, score, get two-point conversion. We'll be right back to where we started.
0: Light rain still falling here in Cassidy. Lakers going left or right across the radio. Jay Sears rolling to his left, looking looking to throw downfield. Now he's going to have to keep it for himself, and he's going to be brought down. He lets it fly, and it goes out of bounds beyond the line of scrimmage. So that good dump pass there from Jay Sears negates and saves the sack it falls in complete second down and 10 from the 33
3: that is the first time that play has not worked for lakers where they roll out sears to the wide side of the field let him run survey the field as soon as he sees an opening he is coached up to take that opening and run if he sees a receiver open he's taught to get rid of it so it's it's very much trusting their senior quarterback to make that decision. There's nobody open. Cassidy does a good job not letting him run, and it's Kellen Levine that explodes into the backfield and forces him to throw it out of bounds to get rid of the sack, and now it's second down and 10.
0: Tulaski wide right. Finkbeiner in motion to the near sideline, going as lead blocker for Jay Sears, gets calls, direct snap. Gets out to the 35 before four progress is stopped as Tristan Gruber stopped him in his tracks, grabbed his jersey, pulled him back for a two-yard gain third down eight to go for the lakers at their own 35-yard line trailing by eight points nine minutes left in the third quarter 20 to 12 cast city
3: good swarming defense and i think that again back to what coach guthrough had to be talking about we have to locate the football we all have to funnel to it we cannot allow sears to shake off tacklers and get out in open space and this time they do a good job led by their up front by Tristan Gruber, Luke Shearhart. Those guys all swarm to the football. Sears runs into the back of his offensive lineman and absolutely nowhere to go and brings up an uncomfortable third down and a long eight.
0: And Lakers are going to have to call a timeout, a little miscommunication in the line of scrimmage there. With 8.33 remaining in the third quarter, Lakers uses their first of three timeouts here in the second half. That could be critical later in these moments here as lakers but this is also a critical third down here third and eight in their own territory the 35 really trying to have some sort of response if not anything else put together a little bit longer drive to keep cassidy's offense off the
3: field no question about it uh, you got three of them and this this is an important time to use it I, I think there was some miscommunication no doubt about it and again if you're a head coach you're on the road it's a grueling environment against your rival. You're down eight. You can't, afford, uh, you can't afford to run a play and have it just be a total disaster right from the start when you could have prevented it. This way, it gets his kids on the same page, call the play that you like, and, and try to stay ahead of the chains and get into this game.
0: So a third down upcoming, third down and eight. Line of scrimmage of the 35, first down marker at the Laker 43-yard line. Of course, we'd like to thank all the hospitality here from the Kansas City locals. Field looks great. Matt Preskorn doing a great job as usual. Don Preskorn putting together a quite the spread here for tonight. Sliders, chips and cheese and crackers. Oh, don't, leave, don't
3: leave the cookies out. Cookies, right, the don't. chocolate chip
0: cookies for sure. As the pitch out to the left side of Keel Meaton, he breaks, tries to break out of that tackle, but regardless, he's brought down back at the original line of scrimmage for a two-yard loss. Who else but Tristan Gerber blew that play up in the backfield as they pitch it to Cale Neaton to the left side, brings him down for a two-yard loss. Fourth and ten for the Lakers.
3: That landing shot was actually in there first, but uh, good job by Neaton to actually shake him off, but shot does the job. He's able to slow down that play, allows time for the rest of the crew to come in, and they make a big stop in the backfield. So now fourth down and ten, eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Lakers going to bring on the punting
0: unit. And Jay Sears' beautiful punt gets this one away. Aimed for the far sideline, about three yards behind Jason Parmenter. Goes out of bounds, and they're going to say about the 36-yard No, the 34-yard 30, the line. So that ball bounced sideways out of bounds. 7.53 left in the third quarter. 20-12, to 12, Cassidy leading by eight points and back on offense as they force a three-and-out punt from the Lakers.
3: Yeah, it's, it's interesting. In the first half, it was all Sears at all times. And then on, third, on two, both their drives, both third down plays, they took the ball. Out of Sears hands, and it wasn't because it was a run action or anything like that. It was a it was a, a run play where he was not involved. Uh, both times to Caleb Neaton, both of those carries have combined for a negative four yards on those two third down plays. Ben Key, Cass City was able to make those plays, and now with an eight point lead, a big drive for this offense to try to really open the open the floodgates on this. On Hand-off to Cohen
0: Sherman breaks out of one tackle across the forty and runs out of bounds right into this this bench on the sideline. That's going to be a late hit because there's a flag down and we have players down on both sides, including Jay Sears, who is slow to get up and holding his left knee. Can't put any pressure down, and now he's down. Do not want to see this as Cohen Sherman was knocked out of bounds, ran into the steel bench on the track. And Cohen and Jay Sears trying to stretch out that left knee.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure, again, making tackle, that tackle was obviously late and out of bounds, and that's where the flag is going to be. But the tackle was so late that when Sears took down...
5: Personal fall, late hit out of bounds, defense, 15 yards from the end of the run, first down.
3: He's exactly right. It's it's a late hit out of bounds. But what happened afterwards is when he actually makes the tackle on uh, Cohen Sherman... He flips over him, and I think his leg or knee makes contact with that steel bench. You can see it shifted over from where he hit, and actually he's on the back side of that bench as he tried to avoid it. That's how far off the field of play that tackle ended up, and uh, not not good news for Laker fans with uh, their quarterback, Jay Sears, being looked at here. Look at that knee closely.
0: So he's actually behind the Cassidy bench. (laughs) And so now the officials are now trying to figure this out is they're actually going to continue with stoppage time here to get Jay Sears as Eli on working trying to get this one to work out that injury working on that left knee hate to see this hopefully it's nothing Hopefully it's nothing serious. Just give the thumbs up to his assistant coach for this Laker program. That would be David Snyder. He's up on his own two feet and is going to try and walk this one off. Good round of applause for both sides of the ball. And we'll walk slowly across the field here.
3: That's definitely hurting him, Clark. Yeah. But, uh, again, I don't think he broke anything by any means. Definitely not a doctor, of course. But <laughs> he, he, when you make impact with something that hard, it's going to hurt. It's going to be bruised. It's not going to feel good. Uh, he, he's moving a little better on it as he gets going. But it's going to be very questionable if they're going to get him back in this game.
0: So he's at midfield now, working his way across your radio. 7.46 left in the third quarter, 20-12. Cassidy leading by eight points with that 15-yard penalty puts – Cassidy all the way down to the 40-yard line of Lakers. Already, already leading by eight points, 20-12. As Bay City All Saints leads Ashley at the half in eight-player football, 53-0. First and ten for Cassidy in Laker territory, already leading by a score, 20-12. 7.46 left in the third quarter. Now the shotgun is a handoff to Landon Shock. Shimmies to his left side, and he gets out for three yards. Finally, brought down by Derek Carr. USA and Vassar. USA eight, Vassar seven in the third quarter. So a close game there as well. Seven and a half to play in the third quarter. Here in Cass City. Second out and seven. Good stop there from the Laker defense, getting out in space.
3: Yeah, landed shot. Able to kick it out to the outside again. Normally, he's the guy that's attacking up the middle. Didn't like what he saw, but had the opportunity to kick it to the outside and does a good job of turning nothing into a three, maybe even a four-yard gain on first down.
0: Second down, seven, and it's a handoff to Riker Wallace. Gets down to about the 36-yard line. Tackle made by Bryson Finkbeiner for the Laker defense. Gain of a yard, third down and six upcoming from the 36. 6.45 and counting here in the third quarter.
2: Good job by
3: those big guys up front. They try to attack on the right side where they have not had a lot of room, and they still don't. Riker Wallace, nowhere to go. He gets tangled up between those two big guys and then cleaned up by Finkbeiner. Nowhere to go. A very short gain on second down.
0: Cassidy hustles up to the of scrimmage. T-formation behind Carter Patrick in the straight T. And up to his third option, Riker Wallace, trying to find something, and Lakers meets him at the line of scrimmage and allows a yard out to the 35 as James McArdle led the charge for the Laker defense. Gives up just a yard, and now a third down and five upcoming for the Cassidy Redhawks.
3: Again, another run where nowhere to Fourth go. Fourth down they, and five, excuse they, me. They get, get Riker Wallace heading around the left side this time, and he kicks it out there. There's nowhere to go. Great job by McCardle. He is not being moved off that offensive line or defensive line this time. Wallace just patiently waiting for somewhere to go, and he ends up just going down after a very short gain. Fourth down and five on the opponent's 35-yard line. It's definitely go time for Coach Cathrell and company, but again, the running game has stalled out here again. Lakers much, making the right adjustments again.
0: How huge would a stop be here for Lakers' defense? Third down and five, and we have whistles flying, all or flags flying, and this is going to be a delay of game as the back judge. That's Alizio Lozano from Saginaw. Through the flag before the snap occurred. And we have a Laker player slow to get up. That's number 74, James McCardle. Seems to be okay.
5: Dead ball. Delay game. game. Off it. <laughs> Five-yard penalty. Remain fourth out.
0: The natives are restless here in Cass City.
3: <laughs> you knew that was coming if they called and the late we'll game we'll on we'll that go go one. <laughs>
0: As the... When Lakers scored in the first half, it was questionable. But that's part of the game. affects both teams. And a five-yard penalty against Cassidy pushes it back to a fourth and ten from the from the Laker 40. And Cassidy comes out in the punt formation. So you send Colton Tulaski deep back to bring this punt in from Carson Anthos. Carson Anthos at his own 48-yard line away in the snap. Good snap. And the punt is away. Goes to the far side, far hash. Bounces at the five, and it goes just too far into the end zone, about four maybe yards before it's downed for a touchback. So Lakers comes up with a stop. And keeps Cassidy out of the end zone with 524 left in the third quarter. Laker offense back on the field, and Jay Sears walks back on in between the hash marks.
3: Yeah, he's a little gimpy, but uh, he's got a little bit more pep in his step than he did just five or ten minutes ago. So, but again, if they're going to win this game, they, they need him in the game if he's even close to healthy enough to go. Uh, again, maybe a little less design runs for him, but I still would be shocked if they don't get him moving out of the pocket to make some decisions to throw the ball a little more uh, and try to protect himself and keep that knee as healthy as possible.
0: 524 left in the third quarter. Lakers trails by eight points, 20-12 to 12 to Cass City with an 80-yard field in front of them. Two wide to left, Jay Sears in the pocket, staying back to pass. Goes a little bit, dump screened inside to Colton Tulaski. It's brought in, but nowhere to go as Tristan Gruber is there. No, that's number 52. Luke Shearhart, defensive end, brought him down as soon as he... Fully extended out to bring that catch in for a yard loss on the completion and reception to Colton Tulaski. Second down to 11.
3: That's just veteran recognition. Luke Sherhart has seen that screen pass already tonight, and as his the other three guys in the offensive or defensive line attack the quarterback, he hangs back and he waits. For, for the receiver to settle in right behind him. And as soon as he makes the catch, he brings him down for a loss. Great recognition by Luke Shearhart to make that play in the backfield. And now it makes things even a little tougher now for the Lakers, second down and 11.
0: Ryson and Fink, Beiner, Colton Tlasky, wide right. Wide left, that would be number 12, Lucas Weiner, Big target there, just a freshman wide receiver. Rolling to his right, looking to pass down the field, lets us fly, and this one's overthrown and picked off by Cass City's number three, Tyler Kumper at the 36-yard line, down at the 37 as he went out of bounds on that interception. As you can tell... Jay Sears not at 100%. Let that one loft a little bit too much. And Tyler Cumber came underneath it in the first turnover in favor of the Cassidy defense.
3: He got away with those passes in the first half. It's really nothing on the knee. It was the fact that he knew when his receiver got to the sideline he was going to turn it upfield. And when he put that little lob pass up in the air, he just had too much on it. Overthrows him by at least five yards because Tyler Cumper was guarding a different receiver. Was able to recognize the throw, come off of that receiver, and make an easy interception and so a, a big defensive t- stop by City brings the offense on the field with another short field
0: to hand off to Cohen Sherman out for maybe a yard a tackle made by James McCarl, defensive tackle senior they're going to say Out to the 36-yard line for a gain of just one yard. Four minutes, 10 seconds left in the third quarter. Still Cass City 20, Lakers 12 in the Greater than West Championship here. Second and nine for the Cass City Redhawks as they start on the plus side of the field following that interception turnover in favor of Cass City.
3: Yeah, they started on the plus side of the field last time. Lakers' defense answered the call. We'll see if they can do it again. They do a great job on first down. Nowhere to run for Cohen and Sherman. One yard gain at best.
0: Handoff to Riker Walls going through right gap, and he gets out across the 35, down to the 31-yard line. Actually, the 30-yard line. Tackle made by Lakers' Luke Good middle linebacker, sophomore. Gain of five on the play. Third down, four to go for the Kansas City Red Hawks at the Lakers 31-yard line.
3: Yeah, they're going to move that ball back a little bit. Just four yards on the play, bringing, you know, just... Third down and four again. And this is where the Lakers' defense has been very tough again. They did not allow it a lot on the game, on the running game. They found a way to shut down that Cohen-Sherman run around the left side. And uh, here we come. We'll see where they line up. It's got to be landing shot time, isn't it?
0: I would like to think so. This one oh, instead, though, is a handoff to riker Walls. He's out for the running and takes two white jerseys to bring him down all the way down to the 10-yard line from the 32 down to the 10 for a 22-yard pickup for the sophomore running back of Riker wallace move the chains it's a first and goal to go for the cassidy redhawks
3: yeah they fake it to land and shot Riker wallace is the first option they sell everything else afterward though and, and he gets through that defensive line for the first time in a while Riker wallace does and that was a big run on third down to get down inside the 10-yard line now. First and goal for the Red Hawks.
0: First and goal to go from the 10, and it's a handoff to number five, Riker Wallace. He's down fighting for his life, down to about the 7-yard line. And that's all Zach McCardle would allow him to go for a 3-yard gain. Second down, goal to go from the 7, 240, and counting here in the third quarter. Cassidy 20 Lakers 12 in the third quarter Cassidy knocking on the door trying to extend this out to two possessions
3: yeah this is a, this is a must stop here for the Lakers you know your quarterback is not healthy uh, they're keeping them out on defense to try to preserve them as much as they can your defense has got to come up with some kind of stop here and for Cassidy it's just the opposite they got to punch this in to uh, give themselves a huge advantage
0: and another handoff to riker Walls Goes down and gets our, another hard-fought two. Maybe yeah, it's about two yards. Tackle made by Oliver Haley as well as Derek Carr on the stop for gain of two. Third down, goal to go from the six. So they mark him down, give him one yard on that.
3: Been the story at Laker defense have given up two or three fairly long runs, but otherwise they've answered the call. Third down and six. A big time play here for the Laker defense. And if you're Cass City, who is going to step up? The running game up the middle has been sealed off. Uh, it's been Cohen Sherman early in this game. He's gone quiet here a little bit. Uh, Got to get some of these running backs going again.
0: And a handoff to Cohen Sherman around the left side and a second and third effort. Gets in the end zone. Touchdown to Cass City. Cohen Sherman puts the entire offense on his back and finds himself six yards later into the end zone for the score. And it's now Cass City, 26, Lakers 12 with a minute 34 left in the third quarter. Largest lead of the night so far for the Redhawks, leading by 14 points with a two point conversion on the way.
3: Yeah, that six yard carry puts him over the century mark. 103 yards on the night, his second touchdown and a very big insurance touchdown for the Redhawks. Put him up two scores.
0: A quarterback sneak for Carter Patrick. No, the two-point conversion fails. So it's still a 14-point ballgame. It's Cass City 26. Lakers 12 with a minute 34 remaining in the third quarter on the W L W Sports Network. Meanwhile, back of the ranch, Cass City kicks it off to number zero, Caleb Neaton. He gets out all the way out to about the 27 yard line before Cole Lenhard and Luke Shearhart stop him in his tracks. First and 10 for the Lakers, trailing now by 14 points, 26 to 12. They trail Cass City. Minute 26 left in the third quarter. Cass City took over at the Laker 37 on that last drive. Took him six plays to punch it in just shy of three minutes later on a Cohen-Sherman six-yard run. His third score of the night, two-point conversion fails. It's now 26-12, to 12. Cassidy.
3: Yeah, that's devastating for the Lakers on the road here. You do not want to be down multiple scores to the Redhawks, but it just puts an enhancement. The game is on this drive. You have to put a drive together, put some kind of points on the board to stick around. Cassidy's found a way to get short field and punch in a touchdown here to get that second score lead. Got to respond with one of your own here.
0: Jay Sears staying in the game, keeps it for himself around the left side, and he's tackled out of bounds. At about the 25-yard line, that'll be a loss of a yard. As the bodies are still being cleared off that tackle. As well as the chinking. Number 52, 62, Callan Levine on the stop. And it's going to be a loss of a yard. Actually, loss of yeah, loss of a yard. Second down, 11 to go for the Lakers, sending two wide each way. I'm
3: with you. It could easily <laughs> been a two-yard loss. There was just nothing happening there. He wanted a little shovel pass uh, to number 11 there. He doesn't get it, and he's just got to keep it for himself. That was the only option. City had it stuffed out, and all Sears can do is get to the sideline and minimize the damage by losing a yard on the play.
0: Same formation this time from the 26-yard line. Quick pass in down the slant brought in by Lucas Wayner. He's tackled forward out to the 35-yard line. Nice little catch there by Lucas Wayner made by Cohen Sherman as well as Colin Levine. Shy of the first down marker by two. A nine-yard reception. Third down two yards to go and we have an official timeout on the field as
3: Sears again. Jay
0: Sears running to the far sideline. Looks like he bled it on the elbow. Dan Benke eagle eyes over here and just flexing his muscles as to why he's the founder of the Dan Benke school football spotting. So it looks like number eight, Colton Sulaski, will be in Jay Sears' position, as well as Caleb Neaton. Caleb Neaton has thrown a couple passes this season already. Third down, two to go for the Lakers. Now, man in motion, Luke Good, and it's the Caleb Neaton keeper, and he's going to fight for the first down, and the second effort gets all the way onto the 40 yard line. A five yard pickup and a third down conversion. First and 10 for the Lakers. Tackle made by Cal Levine.
3: Nice run there by Caleb Neaton. Uh, Run with some authority there with some power. Uh, Again, it's only his third carry of the night. He's fresh. He's ready to go, right? Uh, So good play call there. Again, right in the Sears role. Give him the football. Find an opening. Get us that first down and reset the the downs
0: here. Another Caleb Neaton direct snap, and he pushes the pile forward on a second ever. Gets all the way out to the 45-yard line. Caleb Neaton is putting this Lakers offense in chunks now down the field. After a six yard gain out to the 46 yard line, tackle made by Calvin Levine as well as Luke Shearhart.
3: Yeah, an extra little jump in his step there and, and some power. He gets really low to the ground and drives forward. He gets five on the first carry, he gets another six on this one. Looking good here on this drive.
0: Five seconds left in the third quarter, and it's another Caleb Neaton carry, and he gets the first down, somehow hits point of contact at the line of scrimmage, and then hits another point of contact three yards after that, and then gets another four yards. When all said and done, out to midfield. Tackle made by Cooper Mallory, and we've reached the end of the third quarter with a 14-point ball game in favor of the home team, the Cass City Redhawks. It's Cass City 26, Lakers 12 at the end of the third quarter, right here on the WLW Sports Network. City in the third quarter going out in style. Extending their lead out to two possessions. First time in this ball game has been more than just one possession. It's now Cassidy 26 Lakers 12 with the Lakers at midfield at the Cassidy 49-yard line. Right to left across your radio with a first and 10. It's a high snap over the head of Caleb Neaton. And it's going to be dived all the way back to the 35-yard line. Caleb Neaton saves the turnover, but as a result, it's going to be a loss of 15 yards in the play all the way back to the 36-yard line.
3: Yeah, that's a tough break, and that's, that's nothing you could do. There's nothing Jay Sears could have That was a bad snap, way over his head. Uh, all you he could do is run back. It's a sprint with Luke Shearhard. Luke Shearhard was right there with a chance to, to force that turnover. Good job to cover it up and, again, save the possession, but now it's second down and a very long ways to go.
0: Lucas Wainer, wide left. Owen Eichler, wide right. Caleb Neaton and... Number eight, Colton Tulaski in the backfield, in the shotgun. Jay Sears on the sideline. It's a pitch over to Colton Tulaski. Has lead blocker, has some room to run, still well short of that first down marker, but gets all the way out to about the 43-yard line before he's upended by Riker Walls as well as Carter Patrick out of the secondary. And linebacking cores behind the stick still at the 44. Then he gets to the... City 39-yard line, a long third down and 17 to go.
3: Yeah, it's still a long ways to go, but that was a good play there. Yeah, I like Pope that. Tulaski gets that little pitch to the outside. They're trying to overload wherever that tight end goes in motion, but they're able to pitch and go around all that overload. Good job by Tulaski to get to the sideline, get a much needed eight yards. Uh, again, in the fourth quarter, this is probably four down territory. If you just keep getting eight at a time, you'll get right back ahead of those chains.
0: Bonner in motion. There's the snap. Neaton looks at the near sideline, lets one fly. This one's underthrown, and so underthrown that the Kansas City secretary can't respond as well. Landon's shot couldn't turn around fast enough. As the mist continues to fall here, falls incomplete.
3: That's exactly it, too, Clark. Just not a great grip on that football. You haven't been throwing the football all week. You had to check into the game. You're asked to throw the ball. Just not a great grip. That ball just, just kind of sails on him a little bit. Lucky it falls incomplete, but on fourth down and this far to go, uh, suddenly four-down territory is out of the equation. I think you got to punt it away, and if you're going to win this game, you're going to have to come up with a stop. Might as well be right now.
0: So the punt team out for the Lakers on a fourth and 17, and the punt by Caleb Neaton is line drive into the hands of number three, Tyler at the 20-yard line. Breaks out of one tackle and finally brought down. By Mitchell Morosky, the tight end, the linebacker, junior for the Lakers at the 32-yard line. 12-yard return for Tyler Cumper. First and 10 for the Red Hawks, leading by 14 points. 26-12 to with 10.05 left in the fourth quarter.
3: And with no Jay Sears, suddenly now you don't have a punter. So when one guy is very responsible for how your team operates, that was a pretty good punt, but a real good return, too. So... Long ways to go for Cass City to score, but this is a big-time series here now for Cass City. Grind out the clock, grind out some first downs. You don't even need to score to win this game, but if you can milk the clock, keep your offense on the field, it'll squish out any chance Lakers has to make a comeback.
0: First and 10 for the Red Hawks. A handoff to Riker Walls up the gut. Gets across the 35, out to the 36, and finally stops by Bryson Finkbeiner, number 23, after a four-yard pickup. Second down and six upcoming, less than 10 to play in regulation with a 14-point lead in tow.
3: Solid run there by Riker Wallace again there, asking him to dive right up in the middle, right between those big defensive tackles. He gets between them and the linebackers bring him down, Finkbeiner and company, not until after he gets a four-yard gain on first down.
0: Second down, f- six to go after a four-yard gain. Forecast city City. absolutely no hurry here, nine and a half to play. Leading twenty-six to twelve over Lakers, Carter Patrick hands on his hips, Wayne for the play clock to get to five before four, settling under center. The handoff to Riker Wallace finds that gap between the guard and tackle, and gets across the forty, out to the forty-two yard line, right to the first down marker, where he's met by Zach McCardle, the nose tackle junior. And they're going to say nowhere to end from the officials. This certainly moved the chains. There it is, first and ten for the Cassidy Redhawks.
3: Another five, another five, maybe six yards on the play, just enough for a first down. Right back to Riker Wallace. Uh, on his 17th carry of the night, just 69 yards to show for it. But, again, grinding out those four yards to carry, that's exactly what you want, especially with the lead here as the clock rolls, nine minutes to go here in the game with Cass City leading 26 to 12.
2: This
0: is where the T offense will grind out and milk a clock for all it's worth. Carter Patrick enters center. And off to Riker-Wallace up the gut in his three jerseys of platoon from Lakers. Stops up the original line of scrimmage. And stop made by Bryson Finkbeiner as well as James McCardle No gain in the play. Second down and 10. Clock rolls under 8 minutes and 40 seconds.
3: Yeah, good job there by the front there. Three straight. Riker-Wallace carries the third one. They were not fooled. They stayed home on that play. Stood him up. Pushed him back in the backfield. No gain on the play.
0: Second down, ten to go. Kansas City, absolutely no hurry as the rain continues to lightly fall. Eight fifteen and counting. Carter Patrick hands it off to Riker Wallace again. Uh, gets stood up at the forty-two, but then a tackle by Lakers actually pushes him forward out across the forty-five, out to the forty-six, and that was James McCardle with the stop out to the forty-six. So it's third down, six to go for the Cassidy Redhawks less than eight minutes to play in regulation
3: that's that's the stop you need though it has to happen right here for the Lakers gotta make a big play here gotta assume Cassidy wants to keep the clock rolling won't dare throw the ball it's been Riker Wallace every single time on this play uh, I'm not sure what's up with Landon shot he's only got five carries tonight guys but uh, it's been the Riker Wallace show here trying to grind out this clock
0: to the weather Third down, six to go, and it's a handoff to Riker Wallace around the outside. He gets all the way to midfield as he lowers that shoulder and gets out for four hard-fought yards before Mitchell moroski linebacker, brings him down short of the first down line to gain by two yards. Third down and 12, or third down and two from midfield. Fourth down and two, excuse me. With just over seven minutes to play, clock continues to roll, leading by 14 points, 26-12, to Cassidy over Lakers.
3: Yeah, that run gets them close enough where I I believe they're going to go for it here. Up two scores. If you get a first first down here, it pretty much takes almost any life Lakers has left in them because they would have to score two times in a hurry. They'd be able to run a lot of clock off. It's been Riker-Wallace every time he's got one more in him.
0: Play clock under five and Riker-Wallace. And the Cassidy Redhawks take a timeout as Scott Cathrell wants to discuss things over with one second left on the play clock with 6.45 left in the fourth quarter.
3: Yeah, he just wanted a quick hard count. If they don't jump, he wanted that play clock all the way down the one before he calls timeout. Again, I, I still believe he probably goes for it here, but now he uses that timeout offensively, get his team on the same page, run the play they want to the running back they want.
0: Other area score is in the third quarter, Marlette leading Bad Axe 32-8. Marlette on their way to pick up their fifth win in seven tries this season. Axe, if it stands as it is, will fall to 2-5. and five. Harbor Beach over Memphis. It was 54 nothing at the end of the halftime. It's 54-6 to at the end of the third. Obli now rolling things open against Sandusky, now leading 32-8. Reese over Caro at the end of the third quarter, 44-0. And last we heard, 8-7, USA and Vassar in the second quarter. And we have a final. Harbor Beach, 60-6 is your final in Memphis. So, Harbor Reach improves. Harbor Reach takes on Lakers next week in Laker Country.
3: That should be a dandy next we'll week. We'll be hope, there. We'll be there for it. Hopefully, Jay Sears I is okay and good to go for next week.
0: I'd like to think that's just one heck of a bruise on that knee. As the Kendall, or Carson Anthony's <laughs> kick is tipped and comes to rest at the 37-yard line, as away from the play, Tyler Cumper was upended, looked like a Monday Night Raw. Move there. Got Tyler Gumper into the air, and he came down awkwardly. Natives wanted some sort of call. None was called. So a 635 left in regulation. Cassidy punts this one away back into the hands of the Lakers, leading 26-12. Yeah,
3: not, not a great punt, but the pressure came from Lakers. They brought everybody they could to try to disrupt that kick. They do a good job. It's everything uh – anthus can do to kick it away get it out of there any way you can and now your defense comes on the field and for lakers must have now six and a half minutes to go this has got to be a score and it's got to be in a hurry
0: colton Slasky gets the direct snap he's out to the 40-yard line for a two-yard pickup tackle made by City's tristan gruber after a two-yard gain second down eight to go from the 40
3: and nowhere to go there as he runs right into that defensive line a loss of one, maybe on the play, excuse me, gain of one on the play at most. Good job by, up front by Cass City, not allowing that run to go any further.
0: One receiver wide, far right side of your radio. Cass City, or Lake Haters, has a bad snap, still on the loose, and Cass gonna jump on it and back at the 25 yard line for the second turnover this ball game. The bad snap was finally picked up by Luke Shearhart at the 25 yard line. And now we have a flag on the far sideline. I think a magic word was said there by the Lakers walking off the field. And this one could be even further from the 25, perhaps half the distance to the goal. 5.58 left in the fourth quarter. Another turnover in favor of the Kansas City Red
3: Hawks. Well, Let's Let's hear what this call is here, Clark. This foul might be a case
5: it. Dead ball. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Ah, that's, now the offense. 15 yards, first down.
0: So it's against Cass City.
3: Yeah. I so I think it, a magic
0: word was said as Lakers was walking out the field by a Cass City I, player. I, I
3: think the, I know they call it unsportsmanlike conduct. I think more like taunting or overly yeah. celebrating yes, might be a I more, think so. more precise definition there. Uh, so, anyways. Uh, But uh, nonetheless, a bad snap recovered by Cassidy. A little bit of a celebratory penalty there is going to back up Cassidy 15 yards. But uh, that's all right with them because they are going to have 15 more yards to work with and that much more opportunity to grind out some clock.
0: So Lakers, after just one play, turns it over. Cassidy's last drive, five yards, and we have a fumble on the snap and Rinker Walls jumps on it back of the 44-yard line. This light mist, light rain is certainly wreaking havoc on any snap here tonight as the moisture is certainly starting to accumulate despite the officials having towels, both teams trying to bring in fresh, dry balls. Nothing is going to be working here against the elements of tonight in Cass City.
3: Yeah, we've seen it affect both teams, and, and I think it's, uh, it's affecting both teams' thinking about passing the ball too right it's hard to have a grip on it it's hard to trust the receivers it's going to be able to haul those passes in so it's really limited these teams to the ground which is definitely hurting lakers right now because they would love to be able to air this ball out to try and catch up instead cassidy going to try to take the air out of the ball and run this clock out
0: second and 14 it's a handoff to Riker walls he regains those four yards that they lost in that bad snap and he's finally brought down by Derek carr and lucas Weiner at the 40 yard line for a four yard game Third down and 10 for the Red Hawks at the Laker 40-yard line, less than five to play in regulation. Cass City 26, Lakers 12.
3: And for Cass City, uh, again, third down and 10. It still means run first. The most important part of this is, is continuing to advance forward, run the clock out, even if you got to punt it away. The, the turnover your defense, forced has, uh, again, eliminated pretty much any opportunity the Lakers has to catch up in this game. Weather's not helping the cause. The ball's becoming slippery. And Cass City will break the snap, break the huddle, and hurry under the center.
0: Five play on the play clock. It's a handout to Landon Shot. He goes up the gut on a second, ever breaks almost breaks free of that tackle. Gets out to about the 37 yard line. Caleb Neaton would not let go though, and another hard-fought three yards for Landon Shot. The man has carried the ball for the most aggressive runs of the shortest dimension tonight, but it's making a difference now. Fourth and seven though for Cass City.
3: Yeah, again, just no real objective here other than hold on to the football get a couple yards and grind out the clock
0: Lakers calls a timeout facing a fourth down and seven in their own territory on defense with 402 remaining in the fourth course Lakers has one more timeout after this 26 to 12 City by 14 points
3: yeah all they're trying to do is preserve as much time as they can they, they didn't want another 35 40 seconds running off the clock assuming that City is going to line up and punt this ball away Harper
0: Reach takes out Memphis. Was it sixty to six? Was your final score? Harper Reach ran twenty-two rushes for one hundred and seventy-one yards, four receptions for seventy-seven yards. Benson Harper returned two punts for touchdowns in the first half alone. Four oh two left in the fourth quarter. Twenty-six to twelve. Kansas City by fourteen points as the wind continues to blow here. As it's now coming in from the southwest. Almost the south, <laughs> however, this field is at an angle, so you do that math. <laughs> so it looks like Cassidy very well might be bringing out the punt team, as Carson Anthus, your dedicated punter for Cassidy, younger punter, younger brother from the illustrious Kendall anthus could not be here tonight. Our intern from Northwood University. No, they go out in the offensive formation. Low snap, Carter Patrick, Corby, quarterback keeper. He gets the first down. He's across the 15, or he sees 25, and finally spun down at the 21 by Caleb Neaton. From the 37 down to the 21 for a 16-yard <laughs> pickup when they needed just four yards. Move the chains for City.
3: Yeah, that's another element of this running game you have not seen tonight. Carter Patrick. Has hardly been in the stat books. He has just been a distributor of the football tonight. But that play is something that they can do. They can run read option. They haven't dialed it up all night. They called it there, and he makes the perfect read. Puts the ball in the arms of his running back. Lakers collapses the football. He pulls it back and goes around the left side. Again, that left side, highlight that. Nobody there, and Carter Patrick makes him pay on fourth down.
0: And off to riker Walls. As for momentum all the way down to the 15 yard line before he stopped after a six yard pickup brought down by Mitchell Morosky out of the linebacking core for Lakers. And we have a man down, that is James McArdle, holding his left knee. Looks like he already has a knee brace on that knee with 316 left in the fourth quarter. You're listening to the W and the Sports Now. We'll return in 60 seconds. <laughs> Well, back in the ranch on a second down in five. It's a two-yard pickup for Riker Wallace. Tackle made by Oliver Haley as James McArdle went off under his own power. Seems to be okay, just a little sore knee there in the morning. 2.35 left in the fourth quarter and counting. Third down, three to go for the Cassidy Red Hawks at the Laker 14-yard line, leading 26-12.
3: Yeah, the, the story of this drive, though, is that big run on fourth down and medium for Carter Patrick on read option keeps it for himself, finds a big opening, gets a very important first down for Cass City. That's almost ensures they can hold the football for almost the rest of the game.
0: Wing T to the right, Carter Patrick under center, handoff to Landon Shot spins his way out of one tackle and a second oh ever gets across no. the 10 and Get finally right brought here. down at the, well, they're going to mark him down at the 10, which is about a yard that, that side of the first down marker. Move the chains of third down conversions. Taggle made by Bryson Finkbeiner for the Lakers. Move the chains. First and goal to goal from the 10-yard line for City. Two minutes and counting here in the fourth quarter.
3: Yeah, that should do it. I, I would think with one timeout left, I, I would think they, they could go to the uh, Genuflect offense and kneel it out here and call it a day.
0: Leading by 14 points. minute 45 left in the fourth quarter. <laughs> As Tavis Ozantosky wondering how many timeouts the Lakers has, it's one. Carter Patrick under center. Hands it off to Riker Walls. He's tripped up in the backfield at the 10 yard line for no gain on the play. Turf Monster would get him on that one. Tackle made by Matt Prescorn on the turf. <laughs> Minute 23 left in the fourth quarter 26 to 12.
3: That look you got from Matt Priest-Gordon, uh, I don't think he was impressed no. with that. <laughs> the
0: day started with him coming up here and says, I'm not even talking to you because I heard that you were making fun of my field for not painting the numbers in week number one.
3: Oh, he, well, doesn't, he doesn't miss a thing, man. No.
0: <laughs> Six inches of rain will negate you from able to uh, paint Wh- numbers. Which
3: you did which, follow up thank with you. that. Yes, I you did, did say that
0: on air. Thank you, you very much.
3: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I was there.
0: Thank you. <laughs> First, or excuse me, second down, goal to go, and it's a handoff to Riker Walls, dragging his defenders inside the five, and Ford Progress has stopped there at the five. Actually, about the six-yard line tackle made by James McCardle with 42 seconds and counting here in the fourth quarter. Mark him down to the five for a five-yard gain for Riker Walls, number five.
3: Yeah, right up the middle. Lakers does a good job of stuffing that out, and uh, the, clock, the clock is under 30 seconds, about five seconds difference between the play clock and the game clock. Again, I I don't see a reason to run a play here. I think Cassidy could just kneel it if they want to. Even with Lakers with one timeout, I can't imagine they would use it here down two scores.
0: So play clock between three-second difference here with the game clock. Nine seconds, seven. There's the knee. And Carter Patrick takes the knee. And the Cassidy Red Hawks are your 2023 outright Greater Thumb West champions, taking out the Lakers in week number seven, the final week of divisional play. 26 to 12 is your final from Cassidy. City now improves to 6 and 1 on the season. It makes it five wins in a row after losing to Hyrule Reach in week number two. They took out Rick Carroll, they took out Reese, they took out USA. They took out Vassar in that span, have allowed just 18 points in five games. This time, they take out the Lakers, 26-12 in week number seven. The Greater Than West Championship stays in Cass City. You're listening to the WLW Sports Now. From we return, we'll wrap this whole thing up. From week number seven, Lakers falls on the road. Cass City wins 26-12 over the Lakers on the WLW Sports Now. Cass City takes out the Lakers, 26 to 12, to secure the outright Greater Than West Championship. The final Greater Than West Championship before the Big Thumb Conference kicks off next year. We'll come back in just a few moments to wrap this whole thing up from Cass City from week number seven. Cass City wins by 14 points, 26 to 12, over the Lakers. You're listening to the W N L W Sports Network, being powered by Anger Valley Services. From Cassidy, Michigan, Kansas City 26, Lakers 12. After four quarters of play, hard-fought game. Scoring started right off the bat on the opening kick and Dave Hansen how just tell us how we got to this final score 26 to 12.
3: Yeah you're right Clark that opening kick went 99 yards to the house Tyler Cumper gets this game started with a bang Wallace punches in the two yard two point conversion and it's an early eight nothing lead and that's how the first quarter would end in the second quarter Jay Sears would respond quickly with a 73 yard touchdown run of his own Two-point conversion, no good. 11.33 to go in the second quarter. Cassidy would still lead 8-6. Cassidy, though, would respond after a very long drive with three-and-a-half minutes to go. A Cohen-Sherman four-yard touchdown run. This two-point pass was no good. Cassidy leads 14-6. But with three-and-a-half minutes to go, that's plenty of time for the Lakers' offense. Drive all the way down the field. And with 10 seconds to go, Sears hits uh, Wayner on a five yard touchdown pass the two-point run would fail so at the half cass city would lead lakers 14 to 12 third quarter would start early with a cohen sherman 29 yard touchdown run another two-point conversion run that would fail and 9 39 to go cass city extends their lead 20 to 12 still in the third quarter cohen sherman for the third time gets an for a touchdown run this time, six yards away, another two-point conversion would fail, and at the end of the third quarter, Cass City would lead twenty-six to twelve, and no scoring in the fourth quarter, and Cass City wins the Greater Thumb West over the rival Lakers here at home, twenty-six to twelve. Cass City would
0: end up with sixty plays of offense for two hundred and sixty-three yards and three scores, throwing special teams four plays for one hundred and thirty-seven yards, and have sixty-four plays altogether for four hundred yards on the dot on offense tonight for four total touchdowns. Lakers 31 plays of offense for 166 yards thrown five plays of special teams for 119 yards for 36 plays and 285 yards. La- Cassidy, City 64 plays, Lakers 36 plays. It's a quite substantial change of pace there. Cassidy City with the time possession for 33 minutes and change, Lakers 14 minutes and change time possession but Lakers scored quickly to begin this game. And then Jay Sears goes down with an injury and certainly changed the pace of this game and outlook for both teams. Lakers, 19 carries, 108 yards and one score through the air, 6 for 12 for 58 yards, one interception with one touchdown as well. Jay Sears leading the way with 11 carries, 100 yards and a score, including a 73-yard touchdown run right off the bat to begin the offense for Lakers after a three and out punt carried the ball 58% of the time tonight Colton Tulaski two carries for 10 yards and Caleb Meaton, six carries for a loss of two altogether who stepped in at the quarterback spot after Sears went out Sears was six for 11 from the quarterback passing tonight for 58 yards with one interception and one score averaged 9.7 per catch completion rate of 55% tonight Caleb Meaton all for 1 this evening, bringing the receptions, Bryson Finkbeiner, two receptions for 33 yards, Lucas Wainer, two receptions for 14 yards, and Luke Good, one reception for 12 yards, and Colton Tulaski, one reception for a loss of one. On City's offense, 56 carries for 225 yards and three scores, averaging four yards per carry. Their longest run, 29 yards in the hands of Cohen Sherman. Cohen Sherman paced the way with 16 carries, 103 yards and three scores, averaged 6.4 yards per carry carried the ball 29% of the time because Riker-Wallace carried it 46% of the time with 26 carries and 89 yards. Landon shot seven carries for 23 yards and Carter-Patrick seven carries for 10 yards.
3: Yeah, looking at this, Clark, I mean, you could clearly see Cohen-Sherman is the explosive piece that City was missing in the running game and Riker-Wallace, clearly the guy they trust to close out a game, the ninth inning guy come in and shut the door down, grind out the clock. 26 carries, 89 yards later, three and a half yards a carry. He's able to keep the chains moving. But for, for me, on the Lakers side, you see 108 yards of off, of running offense. 73 of it came on one play, leaving 35 yards rushing on the other 18 carries tonight so Cassidy's defense one hiccup the rest of the time their run defense was excellent and Jay Sears accounts for 158 of their 166 yards so clearly he goes out of the game in the second half there was zero offense to be
0: had. Carter Patrick threw the air over two for four for 38 yards Riker Wallace brought one reception for 30 yards right away and Tyler Comper one reception for eight yards Cohen Sherman had one target couldn't bring that in. On the defensive side, Cassidy, 33 tackles, five tackles for a loss, including one interception and one fumble recovery. Lakers, 56 tackles, no tackles for a loss, no sacks, no interceptions, and no fumble recoveries.
3: Yeah, again, their, their defense did not play poorly. They they actually played quite they well, very well. but but did not get a lot of help from the offense. Again, 166 yards of total offense isn't good, and then when I tell you 73 of it came on one play, there's about 90 yards of offense left for the rest of the game. Cassidy's defense, we've been talking about it coming in that they're playing their best football right now outside of that one play. They were exceptional tonight setting the tone, tone of the game and then the offense, the running backs grinding out drives, and then a big kick return was enough for Cast City to take the lead.
0: James McCardle led the tackling for Lakers defense with nine. Colton Sulaski at seven. Derek Carr and Luke Good each with six, as well as Bryce binner and Keelan neaton at five tackles. For Cast City's defense, Kellen Levine sacked seven tackles, including one for a loss for a yard. Tristan Gruber six tackles, including one for a loss. Luke Shearhart, five tackles, including two for tackles for a loss and a fumble recovery, three tackles for Rucker walls. two for Cole Lenhart and Boone DeLong.
3: Yeah, again, uh, lots of lots of team tackling there. You don't see any outstanding uh, players there. Uh, good team defense there. Special teams was an impact tonight. We saw some big kick returns, poor kick coverage, uh, big kick return for a touchdown on top of that. So, uh, pretty interesting game. Uh, a closer score than what the stats kind of show me, especially yep. with... 33 minutes of holding the football. City plays their style of game. They win this physical bout with their opponent.
0: So, Dave Hanson, who's your Thompson Chevrolet player of the game
2: tonight?
3: Cohen Sherman, he's a difference maker. 16 carries leads the way of any back on the ground. 103 total yards rushing and three very important scores. He was the lightning when they needed a big play. He was that explosive back tonight. A long run of 29 on the on the game was it for him tonight. He was the difference maker for Cass City and your Thompson Chevrolet player of the game.
0: Dave, it's a little too soon to still mention lightning here in Cass City.
3: We didn't have any. now's was a
0: fine time to mention. That's true. That's very true. And before we go to other area scores, just a reminder, join us for the 2023 Pigeon Rotary Club Wine and Ale Tasting this Thursday, October 12th at the Pigeon Event Center. Tickets are just $35, including heavy appetizers from the Pasta House, wine tasting, beer tasting, 20 wines, 8 beers, cheese tasting, and more, including gourmet desserts from cafe 53 buy your tickets today by going to pigeonrotary.com that's pigeonrotary.com this thursday at the pigeon event center i'll say hi to you as well gotta get the game done early so we can be at the pigeon rotary club wine and ale tasting this thursday all right dave uh, other year scores final score marlette takes out bad Axe, 32 to 8 in bad Axe. marlette now improves to 5 and 2 on the season higher reach big over memphis 60 to 6 it was 54 nothing at halftime memphis punches one in the third quarter. And Laker High Reach does as well. High Reach now six and one sets up a feud with the Lakers in Laker Country next Friday. ubley and Sandusky. Last we heard in the four thirty uh, in the fourth quarter, six minutes left. It was Ubley 39, Sandusky 8. Ubley finally opened things up in the second half there. Reese over Carroll, 44 nothing is your final. Reese now improves to 3-4 on the season. Vassar over USA. Vassar 14, USA eight vassar now one in six on the season their first victory of the year and before entering tonight they only scored 33 points they lost to cassidy last week 62 nothing
3: yeah good good win for vassar i really didn't think they were going to get one this year it's very surprising to me but uh, good for them to get a win it has been a while since they've had one
0: akron fairgrove in north Huron. last we heard it was 30 nothing, Akron-Fairgrove. Make, Sound the horn.
3: Make it That's 36
0: final. nothing. 36-0. Sound the horn for Akron-Fairgrove. The Vikings, as Thumbtailgetter would say, over North Huron. Akron-Fairgrove, 6-1 on the season. Sets up a big feud with Bay City All Saints for the NCTL Stripes Division as All Saints was beating Ashley at halftime, 53 nothing. CPS and Caseville in Carsonville. This one's coming down to the wire. Six minutes left in that one, and CPS is leading by a score 24-16 to over Caseville at the moment it was 12 to eight and then 18 to 16 and now 24 to 16 cps scores in the fourth quarter to take the lead and then Kingston at cape K- at key pack at halftime was 28 to eight Kingston and that's all the scores we have mayville was trailing deckerville at the end of the first quarter 14 to six.
3: yeah no 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 true surprises there maybe vassar beating USA I guess was a was probably the biggest surprise there but uh otherwise moving forward uh good wins by Marlette and a couple teams like that that going to essentially set up a pretty predictable playoff bracket hopefully uh for our local teams
0: and congratulations to dan bankey who gets his first victory of the season team picked Kansas city to win by 16 points and it was a 14 point differential 26 to 12 dan bankey took 28 to 12 so right there for dan, <laughs> dan bankey now improves to one in five on the season so next week dave we shift our attention to divisional play is over now it's interdivisional play next week, and the uh, good old classic rivalry. Harbor Beach from the east travels west to the Ellington Pigeon Bay Port Lakers in week number
3: eight. Yeah, that should be a good one as always, uh, and fingers crossed Jay Sears can uh, get better quickly yes. because uh, he makes that game a very interesting one if he's good to go.
0: That is the game of the week on the WLW Sports Network. Coverage starts at 6 p.m., kickoff at 7 on Friday, October the 13th. Friday the 13th, Harbor Beach at Lakers. Lakers now host Harbor Beach. Kansas City hits the road at Ubley.
3: Oh, that is a tall task for the Red Ooh. Hawks. Uh, it, it will be interesting to see the health of Evan Peruski, uh, rumors has it he did not finish that game tonight so we'll see how that turns out that could make things a little more interesting but we know that the ugly bearcats as good as evan peruski is they win games because they beat you in the trenches uh they they just run the football better than anybody else and defensively they're as sound as you're going to get so but that that would make that game much more interesting if he's unable to go
0: i'd say so dave hansen final thoughts from cass city michigan
3: always love being here in cass city always treated the best uh Field's always in excellent condition, and we got to see a great game. We got to see two rivals uh, battle it out physically for uh, for the length of this game, and it stayed fairly close, and again, kudos to Cass City. Great win for them. Greater Thumb West champs for what essentially will be the last time. So a nice, uh, nice win for them, and good luck the rest of the way.
0: Tonight's presentation at the W at W Sports Center is being brought to you by Thumb Styler and Anger Valley Services, T.S. Services of Cass City, Conic Radiator and Air Condition of Badax, Rainy Hunting Center, 269 Guns, North Star Bank, Countryside Transportation, Huron Auto Parts, Hills and Dales Healthcare, Laker Schools, Tina Celia Farm Bureau Insurance, Michigan's Insurance Company, Outreach Community Hospital, Thumb Bank and Trust, Ensure Health. Better health, better life, are you sure? Well, on behalf of our entire broadcast team here tonight, Kendall Delanthus from afar, our intern from Northwood University. Dan Benke, best spotter in the business, back with us this week. He is off next week and will return with us in week number nine. Doug Cole, director of sports information, all coming all the way from Livonia, Michigan, keeping track of all of our stats. And Dave Hansen, in-game analysis, doing a great job per usual. My name is Clark Ramsey, producer and host of this broadcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's game. Congratulations to the Cass City Redhawks taking the 2023 Greater Than West Championship davidi lakers 26 and 12 we'll see you next friday from laker country good night
2: this has been a presentation of the wlew sports network powered by agri valley services on sports radio 102.1 fm and live and worldwide at wlewsports.com like us on facebook and follow us on twitter Just search for WLEW Sports. Your home for high school football is the WLEW Sports Network. In
0: 1948, Burton Ramsey opened Ramsey Fair Home at the corner of 4th and State Street in Harbor Beach. Since then, technology and modern conveniences have changed the way we live. The one thing that cannot be replaced by a smartphone is at Ramsey Fairhome. It's still our family serving yours. A family business spanning three generations, from Burton to now Warren and Ryan Ramsey, with the same values as when we opened our doors over 70 years ago. For more details, go to RamseyFH.com and find out why so many have trusted Ramsey Fairhome since 1948. That's RamseyFH.com.